The D and Davis Show. D and Davis Show. We got a lot to jump into. We got to a little bit and go West Coast and talk about the debacle of the Lakers and the hit job done by the Magic Man. I see you, Magic. We have Gabe Blacks joining us from USA Today. We got a lot to get into, as I said. My name is Kenneth Davis. The next voice you usually hear is. D's Demons Pro, what's going on, everybody? Hey, make sure you follow us on t- on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D and Davis Show. Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis Show. Gmail, D and Davis Show, D and Davis Show at gmail.com. Download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, rate, do all those good things. Uh, D and Davis the Show and D and Davis the Flip. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, the TuneIn app. Uh, War on Media and YouTube as well. I'm on Twitter at Demons1, D-E-M-O-N-Z-E-1. Ken is on Twitter at That's Davis, as a producer of the Dean Davis Show and Dean Davis Flip. Well, Mr. Ryan Bukabeski. Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan B. Ski. And sitting in the studio with us is the main man, editorial director of WeAreRegaRadio.com, where Mr. Kyle means. Kyle's on Twitter at work underscore right. Coming off the uh, the TNT love, yeah. the, mean, the mean streets are lit. Yeah. yeah. See, I just got off house arrest, so I, I was, I'm, I'm public again. <laughs> and also sitting in with us uh, as well is Ian Jackson. Uh, is going to be the intern for WeAreRegaRadio.com as mm-hmm. well, right? All right. So. Yeah, well, y'all hear from him, yeah. I guess, over the summer quite a bit. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, so look, I think the first thing we should jump into was what broke yesterday on First Take. I was watching it. I waited all weekend <laughs> for that one. I was like, oh, when they said it, I think Friday or Thursday at night. Thursday, I think. That uh, Magic was coming on. Stephen A. Smith has been chopping at the bit, saying he was going to get to to the bottom of it. And uh, Magic basically pulled out that yapper on um, Rob Palenka and just <laughs> held, squeezed it to, there was a clicking noise at the end. He backstabbed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, oh, no, just Rob. It was yeah. just Rob. It was just Rob. Yeah, he, he was, what about Jenny? No, Jenny was cool. It was Rob ass. <laughs> Straightforward. It was, it was very clear. Uh, who he was taking on and talking about some of the issues that took place with the Lakers. One thing I want to ask you guys this, uh, and I guess this may show perhaps me being naive a little bit. Uh, When they got to the point of ownership and would he buy the team, and a lot of people kind of came out later and said that that was probably one of the major angles of him doing that to kind of put that narrative out there. And clearly it had to be because you kind of go over what you talk about on those interviews, especially with someone like Magic who everyone's wanting to interview. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you're watching it, as he says, Rob Palenka was the guy that would stab me in the back. You see the the, the animation of Rob Palenka at the bottom. You have to prepare to do With it. a knife. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have to know early on, go to the, all right, hit the Rob button. <laughs> you know, you, you have to, you know, a little bit of behind the curtain, you have to know stuff like that. So do you, when you look at it as a whole, was this just magic, of course, getting things off his chest and setting the narrative straight? Or what were some of the things that you think were his ulterior motives coming forth and doing this right now? Um, I think he was probably getting a lot off his chest. I think at the uh, initial press conference that uh, when he did quit, uh, he was out there for quite a long time talking before to— Before a game. Yeah, before a game, too. Yes, yeah, just before Side a game. Note, yeah. This was, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Frank's— What's well, not Frank, Frank Vogel? Vogel's? Frank Vogel's announcement mm-hmm. of coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, same, that, that Monday? Right. On the, yesterday, yeah. on the same yeah. day. So again, <laughs> remember the day that you were just saying about Magic was the yeah. last Laker regular season game. Yeah, yeah. There weren't going to be any more games because they're out of the playoffs. And Magic uh-huh. made sure he did it on that day because people felt that it'd be an afternoon if he did it afterwards. Right. And again, on Frank Vogel's announcement, when you know the general manager is going to be there with his his new coach, and he says on top of that. 
I wanted Tyler. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I think he got a lot off his chest. He did? Definitely. Um, I think it was uh, definitely premeditated. I think he knew what he wanted to say. It was it was definitely premeditated. Now, when it comes like to the ownership thing, listen, as he also said in an interview. If the Lakers were up for sale tomorrow, yes, I'd be running up to Jeannie and say, let me buy him. And I think, uh, listen, the, lo- the list would be long. And, uh, of course, Kobe would want to buy him. And if LeBron was not a player or, or out the league, he would want to buy him. I mean, listen, it's a gold mine. The Lakers are a gold mine. It's a gold mine. So why would the Bus family want to give up a gold mine? You, you, why? It would be stupid to say, you know what? Yeah, we tired of this. Because they don't make any money outside of the Lakers. Listen, this, the team is worth like $5 billion. Yes, but this, this is the thing, though. When you are in that kind of a business, you at least have the, uh, you have the opportunity to uh, venture into other business ventures. You know, you had that opportunity. Now, one thing I don't know, if maybe Kyle might know about this. Jeannie Buss owns the all-women's uh, wrestling promotion. Is that making a lot of money? No, it's not. One, one, one reason why I bring that up, they have other opportunities to, bring, to get into other businesses. So this, been so it, no, it doesn't. No, I just said it. Well, that's I'm not. Show them this I, just, I just said that. Right. You, she already been in Playboy, too. Yeah, so that's, she, that's she true don't too. care. Right. But my whole point is they want they want it to be a family business. They don't have to get out of it if they don't want to. Of course, as Magic said, too, everybody would be lining up to try to buy the Lakers. But it's a gold mine. So I, me personally, I wouldn't give up a gold mine. Even if it is my only business, I'm not going to do it. But if you're family members who aren't seeing the same amount of profit from that gold mine, and the only way for you to get, I mean, what is it? I think it's like five or six of us. I kids. think it's, I, all I remember is the two brothers and Jenny. Is no, it somebody he has else? a kid from another wife. Yeah, oh, I heard there was a couple okay. brothers yeah. trying to get in on exactly. this. Exactly. Right okay. So there's those two. Got some, the doctor got some illegitimate. Yeah. Oh, yes. he, he, I think he LA. has four. With his his, his wife. Jenny's mom. mom, right? I think he has two or three from his other wife because okay. it's a daughter from there that Jenny. So you're saying to. the other three? They're not are trying of course, to they're move not all, in. That's, I mean, think no, about no, no, I'm saying are yeah. you trying to move no, into I'm the business? No, I'm just saying not even move into the business. What he said, but mm. think about all, as we grew up. A lot of times we heard that the McCaskies were probably going to have to sell when you're talking about estate tax with Virginia. Yeah. And also people were saying that there's so many McCaskies that they're that you know when you have twenty or thirty people mm-hmm. uh, eating off of it, and you got to look at if the Bears, let's say they make after paying a player. $40, $50 million. I'm just talking about from just regular stuff. I don't, I'm not going out into what they get from sponsorships and everything like that. But I'm applying that to the Lakers, where these people that aren't involved with the team don't get the glamour. Yeah, it got a name, but look, I can be a billionaire, one billion, because if we can get five to six, we can we can almost all get a billion. I could be a billionaire rather well, than being a slight, a, a, a maybe $10 million now. Maybe. That comes down to what the family wants to do. And if they decide, like, hey, I want to be a billionaire, you need to sell this team. I mean, yeah, that's definitely something that, you know, the family has to figure out. But I'm sure, as Magic said, yeah, he'll want to buy it. Yeah. But, no, I mean, the interview itself, you know, like you said before, man, he was definitely going out to Ropalinka. Uh, like you say, he wanted Ty Lue. It was it was salacious. He's gonna say what he's gonna say. It's first take, so you have to understand the environment that you're in. You can't go on that show and just be like, oh, you know, oh, well, you know, this happened, that happened. Be very, you know, monotone and not really give them anything. Because Stephen A. and Max was trying to pull out everything they can get. And for the most part, they did. And Max was a willing party to do exactly but, what they wanted to do. But do you, it's funny you say salacious, though, because we are talking about Magic. And Magic is as cordial as anybody. He is. And so it's, to me, it w- like, 
Did it seem out of character to you? No. No, no but okay. that's okay. what I'm saying. It wasn't like, it's magic. Because he was like, oh, Rob. it's Because he's still he's still entertaining right. while he's throwing I'm this guy I'm still a Laker, the baby. I'm still a Laker. Yeah, he's, still, he's, he's throwing this guy under the bus, but he's doing it with a smile. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like it's like he was in, back in the day. He'll kill you with a smile. You know what I mean? That's magic. You know, he's, he's an entertainer in that way. You know, I think part of the two, what he was doing, uh, was he was essentially trying to rewrite what we were going to what in the media we were going to write his down as his his legacy as the president, which is that he wasn't good at it. Yep, he was trying to get across that he had more of a plan than he actually let on, and that the players that he selected were actually better than what they are. Yeah, he made sure to say that they're all special, and I was like, I don't know about that, bro, because he went to fight for ball, right? Yeah, he no, he fought he, he fought for ball. No, well, actually. I think that it's, some of the narrative you hear is, yeah, he wanted ball, but really, Jenny want, J- wanted ball because he was from L.A. And that this is this yeah, were the year before, mm-hmm. yeah, and that he may he may have been kind of open to a De'Aaron Fox or so and so and so and so, but she had the hammer that. But some people say that he was enamored with him from jump. But yeah. he said that uh, Brandon Ingram is healthy, yeah. which is interesting to hear from the blood clots. The blood and clot, yeah. I think we all think Kuzma is a good player. Right? Yeah. As of right yeah. now. Yeah. But, but he made sure real quick, to what you were saying, Kyle, he made sure to set up the narrative to the point of protecting his legacy. And, I mean, that was basically why he came out. I, I don't think it was necessarily salacious, you know what I'm saying, because he he was still kind of laid back. I mean, outside of he the joyous moments. Him. Yeah, and even I think he included Rob when he was like, I still love everybody up there. I think he included that. I'm not, yeah, I, I would. I don't believe it either, but, I mean, <laughs> we're talking, that's what he said. Uh, I, I find it, but this is what I kind of want to get to before you jumped in, uh, before you could answer back. When you still look at it, was Magic really in the wrong, even if we all knew he wasn't going to be in the office regularly? I think when you're still doing a job like that, people still has have expectations for you to kind of be in the office sometimes. So it's for for Magic to be like, hey, I, I wasn't going to be. Because they made it seem like I thought perhaps he was there like two or three times out of the week. Listen, they made it seem like some weeks he wasn't there. Uh, let me thank Jeannie Buss for the opportunity first. Uh, when we sat down and negotiated, I told her, I said, listen, I can't give up all my businesses. I make more money doing that than becoming the president of the Lakers. So you know that I'm going to be in and out. Is that okay with you? She said, yes. I said, do I have the power to make decisions? Because that was important uh, for me to take the job as well. She said, you have the power to make the decisions. Kyle, he said it right there. He said, man, listen, I set this up with Jenny and I let her know that I still have this other stuff to do. And she said, okay. So he took the job. He said, too, that he wasn't planning on being there more than three years. I told him in year two, I'm only going to be here three years. So my job is, Rob, to get you ready for this position. So, you know, I was going to help elevate him Mm. to to the president's position. And that he was in, yeah. in effect trying to yeah. set Rob. Yeah. I, that's yeah, yeah. But then that's I'm sure Rob Flicker heard that he was like, Mother, <laughs> F, you a rookie, I'm a rookie. You lucky I'll help you out here or whatever. Especially being being someone that had at least ne- ne- negotiated NBA contracts regularly. Yes, yeah. they were both knaves and ignorant to some of the aspects of this position, but at least in a way, Rob Palenka has been involved with dealing with management in the past compared to Magic probably only dealing with his contract outside of his other business ventures. But Magic says, he, I, I got them five rings. I trumped that. 
I, I coached 16 games in 96. Baby, and quit. I'm a Laker. I got a statue I came outside. out of retirement. I'm Mr. Laker. I'm Mr. Laker. Yeah. As, a, as a stretch three. <laughs> I mean, one, one of the biggest things, too, at least out of it for me, was the simple fact of how he said that what turned him off was, was uh, the fact that he thought he was going to have a lot more control, and he didn't have that control. And that's what really was like, you know what? I can't do what I want to do. I'm hearing background noise or people in the back chit-chatting about what I'm doing. I'm out. And that and that part, that makes sense. Because if you're going in with the with the thought or we, at least the agreement with your boss, hey, I want to make sure I have the power. I want to let you know I'm, I'm still going to be out there doing what I'm doing my business. You cool with that? I'm cool with that. Cool. And then once you start to really work into it for two years, it's kind of like it's not what, that's not what's happening. It was just right to leave. It was his right to say, you know what, I'm out. To go on first take and then publicly call out the uh, GM like that, okay, and then then, and then turn around. That doesn't let you know the, the, the cojones on this dude and how much pull he has in L.A. and the NBA. It's like, but, man, listen, I'm still a Laker. Yeah. They still need me to go out there and talk to somebody. I'm still going to go out there and talk to him. Bump that guy. Yeah, I said it on ESPN. Bump that guy. <laughs> But I'm still the man. I'm be here around. I'm be around here longer than anybody else. Right. So he, he knows he always gonna have more pull in LA <laughs> than Rob Palenka. So he 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 got car blanche. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But the thing that, like you said about about his expectations, I don't know how he expected to wield the control that he wanted to wield when he was in effect being absentee. If he wasn't being there, even if he was just being, we there, just said he, he's magic. I right. guess that's probably I guess why. that's the that's, that's yeah. arrogance involved, I yeah. guess. But you can't be you can't do a job like that and be there two or three days a week or less. You have to be there wielding your influence. And if the, you have these voices in, in the front office you need who, to be there. who he was worried about influencing Genie, he, he should have been there to slap them slap them around. D and Davis show, uh right here, sitting in the studio with us, Kyle Means, editor director, we are Radio.com. Have a question. So do you think do you think the way it all went down, if he was there a lot, a lot more, but still pulled out and left because of the certain situations that was happening, backstabbing, as he says, LeBron James' reaction to it? Because on there he said, like, Ken, hey, I, I understand why LeBron had that reaction, but I did what I wanted to do, and sometimes you got to do what makes you feel good, right? But if he was there— Like, like Haley Berry said in Monster Ball. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> do something to make me feel okay. <laughs> this, yeah, that's quite a return to the flip. Everybody, check out the end of this. Quite a flip, yeah. Got it. Oh, okay, that tra- nice transition. Yeah, D's that. got quite the bootleg. Watch. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> Old classic bootlegs. <laughs> but um, but no, it's we still have this, to pause the this bootleg was <laughs> this bootleg was burned from a Dell three forty three back in 03 <laughs> Look at it, classic. <laughs> Still got the green off LimeWire. I, I remember this Lime felt wire. pen that I wrote the title on. <laughs> Passion of the Christ. No. <laughs> but, uh, but no, if he was there a lot more, I'm guessing that LeBron wouldn't have had that reaction. That he, but he's, Well, I think if he still would have left, LeBron may have had that reaction. But I think that's still the point of what we're trying to say. Like, we love Magic, but Magic is taking some of this heat, too. Like, he can yeah. try to be like, I ain't got nothing to do with it, right? Nah, dude. Because yeah, even when you make a deal with someone, that's like if if me and you make a deal, D, that you're supposed to be here a certain amount of days, mm-hmm. but we don't lock down the amount of days, I probably still think 
all right, he's going to be here half of the time. Not he's going to check in occasionally because it's like you, you know still job. need yeah. you still need eyes. Yes, he's yeah. the talking yeah. piece, but if he's going to be the central figure, and is what Kyle said, if you're hearing this and you and, and I guess what Magic did was, and I understand that Magic's like I'm too rich and big. Like we got to remember Magic. In the bank, money is wealthier than Genie Bus. It's not even close if you look at how much money they have in the, their net in the bank or whatever. Yeah. So it, it, I'm sure he's like, I got too much stuff to do it like this. Do you understand? But she's still looking at it that you're the head, and I expect this because I mean, you're the leader. You're magic. And I, again, I think it was a miscommunication, perhaps mm-hmm. big time. Yeah, but I mean, if I, I, I know everyone says that he wasn't going to be the guy that was actually carrying the water, right? That's the narrative that people on his side, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Mike Wilbon. So he was more so of a figurehead. Yeah, that's what yeah. the people are saying. But this is the thing. Well, make him an ambassador but, like Scottie Pippen. But to see, a figurehead, you don't give last say to a figurehead. Yeah. But that's not what he thought that he was. But uh, see, again, there's a miscommunication see, there. See, I think it's more so, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think that's more so on Jenny Buss. You're the you're the boss, right? Uh, Kobe Bryant said you need to be uh, Danny from Game of Thrones, or Lady, the Mother of Dragons, or whatever like that, right? Then that's on you that you hire someone in that position. If you wanted Magic Johnson to be a part of the organization again, don't give him the VP title or president title. That's not what you want him for. You're putting somebody. You're putting them. You're putting that person in a, in a in a position to fail because. You don't, you, the, the guy's basically telling you, I ain't going to be here all day. I'm not, I'm, I'm coming in two days a week. You good with that? And you turn around and say, yeah. Then when stuff doesn't work out the way you want it to work out, it's on you. It's not on him. You gave him the job. But that's the, that's the problem, see, when you get with, you know, when you have this whole thing of of being, uh, oh, well, we're family. We're, you know, and it's weird yeah. that I'm saying this with my cousin next to me. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but they, they, were, they weren't focused on the work. They were just like, oh, I'm G- no genie. You're my brother, Magic. You can do whatever you want. You're family. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. Instead of just laying it out, laying out the job to him, being like, yeah, this is what I need from you. And if we're going to succeed, you have to do this. You can't just rep. You can't just be a representative. And you know, yeah, sure, you can. You can knock on LeBron's door and woo him, but you have to do more than that. Day to day, day, day in, day out, you have to do more than yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Hearing all the drama with the family of the buses and how they want to be a family-run business, it kind of reminds me of the Bears, how the Bears always talk about being a family-run business and all the dysfunction that they had for years and years. Do you guys kind of get a feel like that where back when McCaskies took over and especially when Bill was running things and just running the organization into the ground and there really wasn't anything you do and all fans could hope for was they were going to sell? Are the buses flirting with that territory at all? Are they getting there? because the Bears couldn't bring in Peyton Manning back then. I mean, like, in some ways, I look at the I look at the bus situation as being worse than some of the Bears, even though the Bears lasted forever. But I'm the Bears, the, but Bears didn't go out and just try to get a name and slap it on there and sell it. But that name brought in the best player in the NBA. So there's a difference there. And well, you re- know, they won recently within the past ten years. They won a championship. So that's still there. And the, the that's and a long time ago. I mean, I mean, it's but, a whole new generation. But think about NBA. it though. But think about it though. The UC is still getting, still being full because of Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. That was in the nineties. So, with, but we don't have anything to do with Chicago compared to LA. 
What? We don't have anything to do in Chicago compared to LA. What are you talking about? What I mean, they mean? got stay, year round. Yeah. There's things to do. Here it's oh, freezing. Right, right, right. Let's no, go to the We're more no, devoted no. You, to you know, yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Chicago is we're more so of a sports team. But I mean, we were still talking about the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, not that long ago, like I said before, they was winning championships. Kobe Bryant just retired four years ago? Five years ago? Five years ago? Time for Kobe to go to mm-hmm. the hall. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. almost about the time. There's still something there, though. Three, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, three years I agree ago with you, D. That standard was, should be higher regardless. Yeah, but it's, it's still, it's still, you can still see a little bit of a limelight. And that's why I think it was a little bit easier, also, too, the simple fact that Magic Johnson was able to get LeBron James to sign. I don't think the Bears could go out, I mean, I mean, they did get Khalil Mack, but, you know, it's a little bit different within the, within the NBA. What's but what's funny though is that you parallel, you compare and contrast the two teams. The Bears actually are more evolved now than the Lakers are. Because the Bears, when you talk about back in the day, the Bears were like where the Lakers are now, where it's like we just want to deal with former, we we just want to deal with people in the Bears family, mm-hmm. our coaches, our front office people. They have to be real Bear people. That's what the Lakers are doing now. Our front office people, our coaches or whatever, they have to be Lakers, Lakers. people. Instead of just going out and getting the the most capable people to run your franchise. The Bears are doing that now with uh with their coach, yeah. with their GM. They yeah. they're not those aren't people who came up through the Bears system. They 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 were the they are the most capable people to do the job. And the Bears are actually like I say more evolved than the Lakers are. But you have the the best player on the planet right now playing for you. At the tail of his career, and they're screw yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah, they probably will. They probably with one, but within the NBA, all you need is two to three great players, and you're going to win, and you have a chance. As we've said plenty of times, the the Lakers were in third or fourth place in the West before LeBron James went down. As my as Magic said yesterday too. Yeah, yeah he, he made sure. Oh, he, yeah. he made sure. I mean, but and it's factual though. That is factual. That, he, Right, it's right. factual. That Christmas game, they looked as good as any team in the West. Yeah, the, you can do Christmas it in the NBA. Game. You can do it in the NBA. And I also said, I also think he said too, they still have a chance to turn everything around and they'll be fine. They it's have possible. to hope that one or two of these players in the next year or two is like, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and do this. I'm gonna jump out on faith and I'm gonna I'm gonna carry LeBron's water and I'm gonna do what I, you know, do what I, we gotta do. I, I, I mean, if ra- it's more than one year, AD will be there. Yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it'd yeah. be sad that LeBron is aging, <laughs> waiting. I mean, like, who who else would they bring? Like, it, it'd be you know how messed up it'll be if they acquire some talent and have to leave a cap slot open or flexibility open and be like, yeah, this year we gonna be good and in the playoffs, but you know we ain't can't contend. It's like, <laughs> nope. damn, bro. Yeah, I mean, I get it, bro. You went eight years in a row. I know Brian is like, hey, y'all can keep them finals. Like I went eight years in a row, man. I'm I'm tired. I only got three out of it. Right. Deuces. Yeah. Hey, based on his uh, the episode of the shop, he was like, man, I'm still in championship mode. He said, I'm not for this rebuilding, and, and that's where all the rumors start swirling. Talking about will they possibly trade him? But you look at the NBA free agents. If it was me personally, I would still would rather go to the Lakers than go to the New York Knicks. That's just me. I mean, I don't know if it's lifestyle, whatever, like that. But I would rather deal with Jeannie Buss than, than Dolan. In a You're just heartbeat. a Tupac fan see, over Big. Oh, never. Hey, today's Biggie's birthday. Watch your mouth. Um, Actually, I am, but okay. Oh. <laughs> says a lot. I'm just saying. Says a whole lot. Nah. But, um, I love Biggie. I love Biggie. This is the thing. If from what we hear, Dolan stopped putting his handprint on this team when he gave it to Phil. And that Mills 
and Fitzdale basically have run of the team. So going to the biggest market that hasn't won. I mean, the thing, the luster of New York is this. I don't trust it. If you get one, it's nothing, I, I can get that point, but if you get one, you are a let dog, man, listen. Walt Frazier is still walking around with funny color suits on out there, bro. Like, you get one in the basketball crazy New York, dog, they still love Melo. Just think about that. There's still New York fans that be like, man, Melo, it wasn't on Melo, right? And I'm not saying it was all on Melo, but still we know that Melo only gave so much effort to a certain degree, right? They kind of remind me of the Cubs with 1908 being the thing, like 1973. Yeah. 1973. That's a real thing. And, and for them. So, it's real. The love, so, so, to, uh, yeah, Willis Reed. To go with you, though, you know how I feel about LA. For me, it would, I would you'd rather to, go to play for the Knicks. No, I would love, prefer to be in Los Angeles to a certain degree, even though I would love to summit New York. I think there's something to summiting the Knicks, if you can do it, like, dude, you're like, do you know the, mon- the amount of money you can make after your career in New York if you bring a title and oh, everyone, yeah. you yeah. are the, the you are the authority on bringing titles to that city. Very mm-hmm. true. But but this is another kicker. If 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 for instance, like this is a menu with two free agents. Um, I'm, I'm Duran, you're Kyrie, mm-hmm. and we're sitting here talking. And we're well, I like, gotta be a flat earther because you're sh- <laughs> shorter. Why they gotta do it? <laughs> so you Kyrie, I'm tall. I'm Durant. <laughs> so, but this is the thing. We're talking. We're talking. And we're like, yeah, we, let's do this. And we can summit New York together or we got to go play in LeBron's shadow. Right. And it gets to the point of, one, I don't want to win a title and LeBron gets most of the credit. And two, what KD said about it, and I don't that people have talked about it, and maybe he didn't mean it, but it being toxic around LeBron or just a lot to handle with the media. Basically, very rarely do they blame LeBron for what's taking place. It's usually mm-hmm. he doesn't have enough help. So it's kind of like I can go to New York to the Big Apple and do my thizzle, or maybe I can go out here with LeBron in the West and we can just be a, 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 a Lakers tender? team that's straight. Right. Like, think about it. Who, who really remembers the Nick Van Exel Lakers team? Like, those really try-hard teams. <laughs> they had some talent, but they didn't have supreme talent on there. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, like you said, are about winning titles. Yeah, yeah. They are. And so they you are. can be they lost are. in the sauce out there if you don't bring home a title. You can be a forgotten player. I mean, well, we do know that this is the tail end of Le- LeBron James' career, though. But he's averaging 28 points. Right. That means he's going well, to And he's great. That means I can go out there and possibly win a championship. But do you want – but I want my name to – be at the, the first billing. Yeah, that, that, that's why. Oh, that's yeah. why we gotta look like like Ken. You broke it down well. We gotta look at these guys who are available. Like who KD, won titles yeah. too. They Ken, already won. They already won. Yeah, yeah. That, and, and yeah. you know maybe Kyrie, maybe Kyrie because of what he went through in Boston. Maybe he's more on a reconciliation thing. But that's a big maybe. maybe. It's her. It's word coming out saying that he won't no part. Oh, he gonna mess LA. up in Boston and run back to bro. Yeah, right. right, right. If, right. It's coming out saying that he's not going back to LeBron. If the meme of, of Vladimir that's what I would believe more running yeah. into Magic Johnson's arm in the '91 Finals doesn't pop up when he runs back <laughs> to LeBron like that, like dude, like if he like, it, oh my, and then, uh, then but you know what? It would be the right thing to do. All right, you know what? We're gonna switch <laughs> off and talk a little baseball. Dean Davis Show. Yo, what's up? This is Rashid Hadi, and you're listening to the Dean Davis Show. Yeah. D and Davis show, and right now uh, from 670 Score Studios, right now on the line we have Gabe Lax joining us from USA Today. Gabe, how are you doing? Doing real well. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. We're doing good, Dave. We're doing good. I mean, Gabe, I looked at some of your articles, and I definitely want to get into some of that, but I had a question for you first, and it was yeah. about the uh, Joe Madden 
going after Sean Doolittle and his toe tap. And I wanted, wanted to know your opinion as far as, was it an issue, as, as, as Doolittle said, to get in his head? Or was Joe Madden doing it because of what took in place with Carl Edwards Jr. in spring training? Ah, probably a little bit of both. <laughs> you know, if it's uh, if it's a win-win uh, for Madden, might as well you know take a run at it. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think Madden is sincere when he says he's back in this guy. Uh, it, if he can if he can do that at a time when it might perhaps disrupt uh, the opposing team's closer uh, in a tight game, maybe all the better. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, I, th- I think Doolittle is probably right to. Uh, Stand his ground there and kind of, uh, you know, intimate that he doesn't necessarily want to be pushed around by the opposing manager. But uh, at the same time, I, I think Madden's got a pretty legitimate point that, uh, you know, there needs to be kind of some consistency or some clarity. And, uh, you know, the, the fact that, uh, you know, his guy was singled out uh, after going all the way through spring training with no issue with it, uh, you know, it's certainly a, a valid beef on his part. Do you think with the leadoff spot for the Cub that it really matters since they lead the National League and on-base average as a team? Yeah, it kind of doesn't. It's crazy. The, uh, you know, the, the top half dozen group in that lineup is uh, is just punishing. And I think, uh, you know, I think Schwarber's uh, not, not a bad call there just because he's still – Still getting on base at a, at a 340-ish kind of clip, uh, and you definitely want some table setting for the guys that the guys that come. I mean, you get down into that uh, into that Bryant, Rizzo, uh, Contreras, uh, Baez uh, area. It's it's just a, a tall task for a pitcher. So it's uh, it's oh, I don't want to say incidental, maybe who hits leadoff, but certainly it's not uh, it's uh, you know not something to stress out too much over just because uh, you know they have so many so many good options, and uh, you know really it's. More more about the guys that follow. Dean Davis on the line right now. We have Gabe Blacks from USA Today. Follow him at Gabe Blacks. Gabe, real quick before D chimes in, I enjoyed your article on Chris Bryant. And, and one of the things, when you see the return of form that he's had, and I just have to worry about some mental pressure applied to himself. And I know Chris Bryant kind of keeps it undercover. But when you look at the fact that Aronado, uh, Bryce Harper, and Mike Trout got signed, and he's one clearly one of the next guys up, does that factor in at all, or is it one of those things that he's oblivious to it and he's just trying to be the best baseball player as possible right now? It's it's interesting because he's very conscious of it, and he's uh, become, you know, the past couple springs I've talked to him about uh, uh, labor issues and, and stuff like that, and he, uh, you know, he's very, uh, very aware and uh, certainly, uh, you know, actually happened to be in Cubs camp the day after Arenado signed, and he was not displeased by the amount of money <laughs> that Arenado got, certainly. But, you know, he's a really interesting test case because he got, you know, hosed out of a year of service time when they, you know, they suppressed his uh, his debut at the start of the 2015 season. And now suddenly, uh, in the years uh, since, uh, made, you know, major league teams have devalued older players significantly. And so suddenly... You know, I mean, if you're Chris Bryant, a couple of years ago, you didn't worry about anything. You knew you were going to cash in. Now you look up, and thanks to the fact that they uh, they basically stole a year of service time from him, he's going to be a free agent, I think, when he's 29. And, and that's suddenly not, uh, you know, not the catbird seat it used to be. Now he's a special player, and I think he's going to get paid. And, uh, you know, I, I think... I think he's the kind of guy that can compartmentalize to where, you know, deep down he's concerned about, uh, you know, what his future might hold, but he's also, I think, mentally strong enough to be able to kind of put that aside and just kind of focus on baseball and know that that'll uh, take care of itself at some point over the, you know, over the next three years, whether that's with, uh, with the Cubs or with another team. 
Gabe, uh, you was at the game last night uh, covering the Cubs and the Nationals. Uh, one of the things that's really hopping out to these all the Cubs fans up here in Chicago and maybe around the world uh, is uh, the bullpen issues. What's your, what's their, what should be their level of concern right now with the bullpen? Uh, you know, it's not bad <laughs> relative to other teams. Uh, it's you know, it, you look around. I mean, the entire National League East, which was supposed to be this great four-team race. I mean, everybody's got bullpen is- issues there. The Braves, you know, they don't even have their original closer to start the season, Vizcaino anymore. Uh, the Nationals, beyond Doolittle, are an absolute mess, giving up more eighth-inning runs than any other team. Uh, you know, the the Phillies have a different guy every night, uh, and they're. You know, they obviously you saw they're a pretty decent team, and and they're kind of slowly pulling away with the NL East. I mean, that's that's just one division. You know, one division. Uh, it's 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 a problem for a lot of teams, and I think for now, mixing and matching is okay. Uh, you know, the uh, the other night, uh, Steve Chesick's outing was really impressive to go two and a third innings to to close that out when they were. Um, when they were a bit on the line there, uh, Brad Brock obviously uh, tried to get it done last night, could not get it done. Uh, so it's uh, it, it's they, they, they maybe don't have the depth that they would like, and obviously uh, Pedro Strope being healthy would uh, would help a good bit. But I think it's good enough to not hurt them in the short term, and then I think they should be able to uh, to find somebody on the on the trade market uh, come come July. In fact, uh, getting back to your original question, uh, that man, Mister Doolittle, uh, right now, you know, if you're a Cub fan, you want to root against certain teams, and one of those teams would be the Nationals, because <laughs> if they fall out of contention, uh, Sean Doolittle would be a pretty pretty decent trade chip for them. So I don't think their bullpen problems are so bad as to panic about now and are, you know, nothing that couldn't be fixed come uh, July 31st. D and Dave's show on allowing with us right now, Gabe Lacks uh, covering baseball for USA Today. Um, one of the biggest things is sticking with pitching has been you Darvish. He's kind of turned his, turned his, uh, his season around, at least coming from last year. I wasn't a big proponent of them signing him. But just talk about the simple fact of how you need someone like a Darvish to be able to stay in this, and I believe, three-team race right here in the NL Central. Yeah, it's uh, it's really one of the most uh, remarkable things to observe. I mean, the fact that he hasn't yet won a game at Wrigley Field is is kind of amazing. And I know that there's some randomness to it, and of course the significant uh, injuries, uh, time missed because of injury last year. Uh, that you know, it's just kind of worked out that way. But you know, you're seeing the signs. He's coming. He pitched really well last night against. Uh, uh, that Phillies lineup is really tough because in. Harper, McCutcheon, uh, Hoskins, and Real Muto, those are guys who see a ton of pitches. Uh, McCutcheon and Harper, I believe, are 1-2 in the National League in in walks. Uh, So for Darvish to navigate almost unscathed through six innings uh, and, you know, not walk the farm and not put them out of the game and, you know, really leave them with a chance to win the game, uh, you know, just couldn't quite uh, escape that sixth inning there. But, uh, yeah, to me that was impressive, and that was a very good sign because, obviously, the uh, control and command issues he's had in addition to the, the health issues, uh, yeah, it's uh, eventually that signing is going to pay off. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know you, you'd rather see it on the shorter term of the six years and uh, and for more than a more bang bang for the $130 million than you would hope. But uh, it's, it's going to happen for him. He's too talented. He's too athletic of a guy. Uh, he's got too good of a track record too good of an arm. Uh, I, I don't want to necessarily say that, that last night's outing was uh, was definitely like uh, the next step towards something. I mean, sometimes these things don't totally move in a in a linear fashion, but I, I agree with you. I think, uh, you know, an arm like his is important for a team that can, uh, you know, a guy that can go in and, and give you seven innings with a lot of punch-outs and uh, dominate the guy
guy next to them. This is the thing. The Cubs operate on a different plane. You know, they're expected to go to the playoffs every year now, and they've yeah. pretty much done that since 2015. So the fact that, you know, he's a, a potential shutdown guy in a playoff pennant situation is, you know, that's a positive. You can't have too many of those guys. And, you know, he's, that investment is going to pay off at some point, and, and it could be even on the, uh, on the sooner end. Dan Davis on the line, Gabe Blacks from USA Today. Gabe, let me ask you this. You've written an article on baseball, baseball's attendance drop, and you also factored in that teardowns have hurt baseball. Outside of teardowns, what else is factoring into the low attendance And with both as far as eliminating uh, teardowns and, or tanking, basically? How can baseball ramp this back up and get more people through the gates? Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I'm uh, at a uh, Yankees-Orioles game right now. It's a beautiful night in Baltimore, uh, 71 degrees. Uh, the Yankees are in town. They usually draw well. And I don't think they're going to get more than 16,000, 17,000, which is uh, pretty crazy for uh, you know for the Yankees coming in, uh, you know, not necessarily in their backyard, but not too far away. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, very, uh, it's a very complicated situation. There's a lot of, you know, individual market factors that factor in. And uh, I think you know, just sort of like make a, a long story short, I think they really need to maybe cut ticket prices significantly uh, in a lot of markets. Uh, you've got to get fans into the ballpark. And I think, uh, you know, teams don't really need attendance. They don't really – they could take the stance of, of not caring so much about fans coming to the park because they make so much money off TV revenue. Uh, but, you know, long term, I don't think that's a, uh, that's a really good strategy because I think the, the best way to create baseball fans and to maintain baseball fans is, number one, to get people playing the game as kids, and number two, to get them to the ballpark just because that's a way to establish connections to eventually make them want to watch on TV. And uh, ultimately, and, and this is very long term, I'm talking over the next 20, 30 years, ultimately that's the biggest thing for, for baseball is to be able to maintain TV viewers to kind of keep these uh, TV contracts propped up, uh, even though that industry obviously is getting significantly disrupted as well. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think you got to get people into the ballpark, and I think you have to create some pretty deep motivations to do so. And uh, you hear a lot of complaints about prices, and uh, I certainly understand that. And some stadiums are harder to get into, get into than others. Some stadiums, the secondary market is better. But uh, I think overall, industry-wide, they really need to take a look at uh, – price points and and how do we get people to come spend their money here and i think the step number one is get them into the ballpark uh, and, and make it as easy and as affordable as possible hey gabe would uh, in stadium gambling get more butts into the season in baseball that's uh that's a really interesting uncharted territory and i think uh i think it'll help but i also think it's not necessarily a, a really strong long-term ally necessarily it will get interest in the game i mean you know let's be honest uh 60 of uh interest in the nfl is, is probably gambling be it regular it's gambling, gambling against the point spread or uh you know or fantasy football obviously mm-hmm. but you know it, it's tough number one gambling on baseball is really hard and kind of confusing it's not as simple as uh you know, okay, the Bears need to beat uh, the Falcons by uh, at least three points, and I win. You know, it's uh, you got odds and all this other stuff, and and also, I mean, uh, you know, unless you're a pro gambler, you're going to lose a few times at gambling and realize, man, this is kind of a bummer, and I don't have enough money to eat. So, you know, it's uh, it's it will stimulate interest, but ultimately, I don't think it's it's going to be a cure all just because uh, you know gambling on sports is really difficult. 
Well, we have to get a Sox question before you get out of here. You've written an sure article thing. on Tim Anderson yes, yes. and his fight against the fun police and how he's good for baseball. But I have a question. When you're going around and talking to other clubhouses, and of course people may may like his antics, may not like his antics, what are people saying actually about the development of his play and the adjustments he made and how either they're going to be long-lasting or he's still going to have to make more adjustments to, to kind of keep up some – he won't keep up the numbers he had at the beginning of the season, but to kind of become the, the – the all-star player that we're hoping he will be here in Chicago. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, his development's been really interesting. It's been maybe a little steadier than we would have thought if you look uh, closely at his numbers. Uh, the one thing that, uh, in fact, I didn't make it into my story, but the one thing that kind of amuses and also alarms me is I just, I brought up his, his walk rate because, you know, the guy never takes a walk. And, mm-hmm. and basically I'm like, are you concerned about this at all? And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, okay. Because uh, <laughs> it's really hard to, to survive in this game just on batting average. You know, I mean, uh, you, know, you, have to, you have to hit basically 350 to uh, be a really great player if you're not going to draw any walks. So that's, uh, I don't know if that's an adjustment he's going to have to make eventually, but uh, I mean, the, the guy plays the game really hard and he brings it every night. And, uh, you know, I think that's something that uh, is really going to kind of draw people to him even more. I mean, uh, you know, he swings hard, he runs hard, uh, you know, he, he really gets after it in the field. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think if he can maintain that level of effort, then everything else is going to fall into place. And he's still a young guy. So I think, uh, you know, I think he's, I don't know if he'll ever be a superstar necessarily. I think he might have years where he hits, you know, 260, and he might have years where he hits 330. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think with the the overall, you know, effort and consistency there, and and just the the tweaks in his game. I mean, you know, he's much better base runner and base stealer than he was. He's gotten much better defensively. So, you know, he's going in the right direction. And I think, you know, we're getting to a point here, maybe this year, maybe next year, the year after, where. He'll find that level and, uh, you know, and he'll keep it. And that's going to really be something to see. Gabe, thanks for hopping on with us and uh, enjoy that game tonight. Yeah, we appreciate it, Gabe. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's cooling off a bit, but uh, I'll be all right. You know, and I, I appreciate the time. It's warmer there than it is here in Chicago. So enjoy like, it. That's enjoy what it. I hear. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the Cubs, man. It was it was 83 in D.C. They had to go back to 40-degree temps, man. I don't know. I don't know how you make those adjustments. That's a bummer. <laughs> Especially in baseball. Yeah, that's true. Gabe, you have a good one. Thanks, Gabe. You too. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. And that was Gabe Lacks right here, uh, right there uh, from USA Today covering baseball, Dean Davis Show. Uh, Make sure you follow Gabe on Twitter at Gabe Lacks. That's L-A-C-Q-U-E-S. All right, coming up next, we're going to go to Up for Grabs from one Mr. Ryan Bukovsky. All right, Dean Davis Show. Yo, what up? It's your man, Jay Illa, official Chicago Bears DJ, and you are listening to the Dean Davis Show. Turn it up. D and Davis show. Hey, listen, man. This segment right here is uh, getting all the love in the streets. Women are like taking off their clothes when they see. Who <laughs> is Ryan? The bearded one. I don't even need to see his face. I hear his voice. Oh, stroke this beard, girl. Oh, stroke this beard. Let's have a go up for grabs. One Ryan, Mister Ryan Bukovsky. Ryan, what you got for us? Kevin Durant has been back on social media, guys. I, it's, I don't know. I'm going to look here at oh. the tweets. Chris Broussard of Fox Sports was talking about whether if the Warriors win the title without KD, does that diminish his two rings? Kevin Durant came in 
there first. He tweeted a little exaggeration there. My worst nightmare. Are you sure that's the worst I can get? Someone responded to him. Calm down. I know you're sensitive. And he goes, you're right. Let me chill before my sensitivity (laughs) flares up. Let's start off with some NBA. The Warriors have been on a tear ever since Kevin Durant went down with an injury and have had many people questioning what the Warriors should do about the makeup of their team moving forward. So simply, how far should the Warriors go in trying to resign Kevin Durant in the summer? I'd still do it. I think what we've heard. How hard should they go? I think they're going to go hard. I mean, we've heard the Splash Brothers are going to be kept together. I think they'll go hard. But what you hear is that they already feel like they've showed him their promise like listen this is the best run organization in basketball if mm-hmm. not one in sports you've seen what we're going to do we're going to this new arena over in the better area of the bay he was over there if you i mean if they they're kind of accepting that if he leaves it's not them it's what his desire is mm-hmm. so i mean of course if he will take their money they will offer it to him but i think what can they offer him he can, can offer him a supermax hell yeah okay i just want to make sure <laughs> really? i just want to make sure well, Wait, I forget how it goes when it's not the team that drafted you. But still, they have his Larry Bird rights. So they can definitely still pay him an extra season than another team can't pay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, and he's also got his, um, what is it, like 5, 10, whatever. Because the, the, that was why initially when he got there, he kept doing the one-year deals. To he had enough years served to where he can take up, I think it's 30% of the cap, 35% of mm-hmm. the amount of cap that uh, the, the team has for that one, one player. So he can, he can do that. They're going to do everything they can, but... I mean, you see that, hey, looking at what they're doing, this is a question I have uh, as far as anybody out there, the narrative on the West Coast with the Bay Area. We've kind of gotten a preview of what next year will be like if and when he leaves. And the small sample size, of course, it looks successful. I don't Mm -hmm. don't know if we're foolish enough to think they're better without him. I don't believe that. With him, they're the most talented team I've ever seen with him. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. To me, they're the most talented team. I, I don't think, because I, I, I think it was a punk move, him going, not a punk, but I think it cheapened his legacy. <laughs> I, don't, I won't say that. It's his, it's his decision where he wants to go. But when you add him to an already great team, and he's one of the rarest basketball players ever. True unicorn. Yeah, so it's like what? who can really, if we're saying what team can take them on, I mean, you got to lean towards the Golden State, especially depending on how the rules are, how, what type of rules we're using. Mm-hmm. But um, still looking at it, it seems like that the team is fault to say that, you know, we're doing this for KD. And I wonder just as far as with them, when does that question start getting tired that you have to keep being like, yeah, we're doing this and you're suppressing some of your happiness? Because clearly they have to be excited to know that they still got it. That's the, I think that's the biggest point. I think they would definitely offer him if they can a Supermax. Like, hey, Len, listen, we can give you the money. We can give you the most money. Go ahead and stay. But just to let you know, you go anywhere else and you think you're going to get the Larry O'Brien trophy. Think again, young man. This team is it's in a time capsule for real. They turn back the hands of time and they, albeit, yes, it's Portland, but they walked them down in three games when he had, would you say, Cal, at least a 17 point lead? Yeah, at least. Walked them See, down. It's really not a lot. Walked them down. We're it's not a lot going to Golden State. State team. That's my point. Because really, you have to be up by th- like we old Golden State team twenty up twenty point deficit is nothing. But think about this though: the games that they blew, the games they had the lead and they blew, or they didn't catch up, whatever like that, or catch up to that team. KD was playing. They went back to old school Golden State basketball, and as you said, 
a 17-point lead, man, that's five shots for us. And then you know what you're going to do? We're going to put defense on you. And then you know what you're going to do? What we're going to do? We're going to have the Splash Brothers outshoot you. And then you know what we're going to do? We're going to have Draymond basically be the point guard and run through, run everything through him. And then you really can't stop us. That's the team that we're watching again. And he, they, he has to see this like, damn, okay, they don't need me. And if I go somewhere else, I probably won't win again. Is it ego for me going somewhere and being having my name in the lights, as we said before, in New York, wherever the case may be? Or do I stay here and keep winning these championships? That's the that's the that's the that has to be the fastest running through his head. You right really now. think he thinks they don't need him? Because in social media, clearly he doesn't think that. Because it's been at least two times where people have said something to that fact that he basically has had basically said, get the hell out of here. I would I wouldn't think anybody with his elite talent and ego would think that somebody didn't need him. Of course he's going to think that they need him. They, we, they're not a better team with him? I think he's a cherry on top. He he is, Whoa, he bro. is, he is the fresh wax on a brand new like Maserati. They lost to the Cavaliers. They by one, by for one and one play, and they just won 73 and 9 and they ran through the playoffs. But, it was one shot. But D. It was the year one shot. before, if LeBron had a healthy Kyrie, he wins the finals the first and time. And if they had Draymond Green in that final, I'm not arguing, but I'm just saying he's more than just gloss and the cherry on top. He, he they're, went they're to unbeatable. a 73 team, a 73 I'm not, win team. I'm not, I think it's weak, but I'm, I'm still saying having Take perhaps out the, the weak part. Having the, I'm just saying he's more than the cherry on top. I mean, because you got to remember Ooh. this. Steph Curry and Clay can, and it's not just because KD is there, they can disappear in the playoffs. What KD and his isolation provided was when it happened and, and perhaps it let them slack off, you had the answer to it taking place. He had they had already Steph has been, never been great really in the playoffs. We are, and consistently. I and I agree with that. But even though he hasn't been great in the playoffs consistently, Although we don't think he should have done this, I mean, received these the award, he got two unanimous MVPs. They are both unanimous. One both of them. I think both of them are, aren't they? I don't think so. Nah, he, yeah, I think one of them. Oh, one of them? I thought yeah. he had both of them. Okay, fine then. Fine. One that of totally them. hurt your argument. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't at all. You got two-time MVP. You have a. They have. They just won a championship. They had just won 73 games. And they went and games. begged him. They went and begged him to come there. This. Yeah, they were. They went and begged him, yeah. and we knew all That's year long he because was you know there, why? And they because, were winning because they could, and they know they knew they had the opportunity to add Kevin Durant to their team. And as we are seeing with Kevin Durant not being on the floor, they are still dominant. But they ain't, they still they dominant. They haven't really faced. They won the five finals in a row. They haven't faced. I'm not saying they're not dominant. I'm, but I'm, 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 let's go back to looking at this team initially. There were factors that when it came to half court in the playoffs, you can somewhat stifle them. Even last year, we saw how people going at um, going at Steph's handle earlier on. When you look mm-hmm. at what Houston did and how they attacked, how they attacked Steph, I'm just saying that we've seen that. And KD was the neutralizer. So just to be like, well, yeah, KD's hit. Like KD takes them from being an all-time team to arguably. Again, to me, the most talented team ever. I think they, yes, I think they probably are the most talented team ever. But even before he got there, now I'm not saying they would have with the five finals in a row, but that team, the way it's constructed, that's an all-time team. I'm right not there. denying that, but the, think about it. They lose to LeBron, and they go out instead of like, man, you know what? All we needed was like a, a, another cartridge of ammo. They went out and got a nuclear launcher. Because they had, no, not because they had to, because they could. 
because they could. It fell but within I, I, their hands. Arguing, but they, they, they also could. They, but they also felt that they needed it. I mean, people aren't going to hurt their legacy as far as their individual stats mm-hmm. just for the hell of it. They did it based off of, you know what? Right now, we're tit for tat with LeBron. We get him, no one's beating us. As Draymond said to KD on the bench, we won before you got here. You can bounce. And then guess what? You met me at the Hamptons. After you did that, you flew out to find me. But now but now they're on their way, and they just swept the Western Conference Finals, something they, people did not think was going to happen. I could have told they you. They swept them. No, Nobody no. thought they was going to get they, they thought Portland. They was going to sweep Portland. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not saying, that, whoa, I'm whoa, not saying whoa. that people thought Portland, Portland was going to win. They got I'm swept saying the swept. last two first rounds. This this Portland team, everybody thought they was going to get swept. Against Golden State? Did people think that Golden State was going to sweep Portland? You may have thought they could take. Well, wait. You may have thought. I'm saying sweep. You may, But let's look at this way. You may have thought maybe Portland could take one game. Because one, Golden State sometimes takes a game off anyway. But once you saw game one, it was like, oh, damn, this is a sweep. It was no question after the first no. game. Listen, no. You kid. didn't think that no after kid. the first game? That they was going to sweep them? Yes. They just had three 17-point leads in three games. No, no, no. I said the first game. You're talking about the last three. The first game, they beat the crap out of them. What are you talking about? I said and in the after next, the first and game. And in the next three, uh-huh. Portland had 17-point leads. This was your question. Lead. Did we believe that they would sweep them? I'm telling you, and it's not just me. Nationwide, you heard people basically saying, oh, yeah, they're going to sweep them after they buked the hell I out of them the first that. I did. I never heard they would you had, Has anybody, you didn't hear that? I mean, yeah, it, you, the, the first game was key in changing the changing the outlook of the series. But before the series, you, you, y'all kind of talking about two different things. Before the series, I think the majority of people gave Portland at least one game mm. because of the momentum they had from the first two series. But like, like you said, after the first game, a lot changed. So, you know. Matchup-wise, Portland didn't have enough for regular Golden State. So, I, I mean, and this isn't a knock on Portland. Like, one thing when I, I can't. And I'm not, Lillard, get, Lillard didn't play out of his funk. Yeah. And, and maybe no, he, he was hurt. He, he, he may have been hurt. But then, yeah. He may have been seriously hurt. But, but, but there were teams, one thing that's best, I hate when people dissing this, this playoff run because LeBron's not there. I saw. I think it's great. I do too. Yeah, I, saw, yeah, I think it's great. I saw great teams grow yeah. in ways that it, it, for if you're an old NBA fan, it makes you feel good about the future because you see perhaps rivalries, even though we're probably not going to get Toronto Philly in the future because those two of those players on both of those teams may not be there. Wasn't the Jimmy in Chicago? Yeah, whatever. Jimmy's coming back, everybody. But still, when you look at Milwaukee skipping a learning lesson that we usually see in. All right, you finally get through and make your noise like what Portland did, mm-hmm. and they're taking that all the way to the finals, probably. You know, like if, if possible. yeah. So you, there's usually in the NBA, you got to get your face smacked, and yeah. then you take that next step. Yeah. So to see all these teams and to go to Portland, no, Portland exceeded what we expected to a certain degree. If you were going off of their past failures, and they they were without a starting center, yeah. they were dealing so with a they, lot. Oh, they did but a whole matchup. They did, they did. Matchup wise, they had a great season. Matchup wise. I mean, Matt, they weren't built to beat this team. And even if we just look at Portland, who is? No, but Portland's biggest at value and asset are their backcourt. Mm-hmm. That also happens to be Golden State's, and Golden State's is way better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I mean, no. Just physically, because bigger one of them better. is 6'7". Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like the series was basically the the Curry thing represented the series. It was big brother versus little brother. Good point, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say just quickly, I think... Uh, the Warriors have shown that they don't need to go all the way. I would probably lean with you, Ken. You're going to give your offer, but you're going to say, hey, 
we have shown you what we're about. If you want to be a part of this, be a part of this. Right. That's what that's what I want to jump jump into. What we the original points. I think what we're talking about mostly is what the team feels amongst each other. And there's a certain chemistry that that team, in spite of KD and what he wants, they've still built that for each other, certain chemistry. But I don't know if the front office is going to be as, uh, you know, if they're going to be as sentimental about it as the team is. I think the front office maybe they they maybe be like we could like like you just said, Ryan, we could take a leave. So it's gonna a lot of it's gonna depend what on what Draymond said. A lot, like, of, I, like I said, yeah, a lot of it's gonna. You said right. <laughs> we cannot fail to give you credit, kid. But but a lot, a lot of it I'm is. Say, give me mine. What you said, Ryan? Ryan no, no, said, I'm pretty sure I'm going I with you, kid. <laughs> then you like Ryan. You are. Is it because he's white? Well, yeah, of course. Okay, I got it. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. He but matches Ryan, the walls. Yeah. White is white is always it's right. right. But no, but. <laughs> but uh, this manifest destiny up in this place. <laughs> I found the Golden State Warriors. Go West, young man. Golden State Warriors. But yeah, but like, look, they like I said, they can say we can take a little leave, and and they may prioritize taking care of two of their guys again, their homegrown guys, uh, uh, Clay and uh, Draymond. So it's, it's going to be interesting how they prioritize, basically how they prioritize KD against, you know, maybe having to give up one of those guys. And, and, and you know, what is that going to mean to them, to them and their fan base if they have to make that decision? Personally, for me, I came here to be a part of the Lakers organization, having a conversation with Magic and, and, and really kind of breaking it down and saying that how we was going to make this showtime again. And I wanted to be a part of that process. And he kind of explained to me, like, you know, year one is going to be tough. And, and year one is going to be tough. We're a young crew, you know, but we're going to do what we got to do this year. We're going to see how well we can perform this year. And obviously injuries kind of this year, but we all knew that it was going to be kind of tough. But I was okay with the process. Which at year 16, you ain't really supposed to be worried about no damn process, especially for me, because I'm in championship mind mode all the time. So it was just weird for him to just be like, I'm out of here. And not even have no like, hey, Bron, kiss my ass. <laughs> I'm out of here. Like, at least I, I would have been like, okay with that. Like, hey, Bron, it's magic. Kiss my ass. I'm gone. Keeping on the basketball court, after all the revealings on first take of the Lakers' dysfunction with Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka and the Lakers' front office and ownership, real simple question for LeBron James, what do you guys think his future career as a Laker will be? Will it be a disappointment? Mm. I, 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 oh. It all depends on if he's able to and if they are able to get more talent. I mean, talking about grade A talent to come to Los Angeles. I think the West is really good. Do you think that's going to happen, though? I don't know. From the sounds of it, no. Kyrie, based on uh, first take, uh, Stephen A. Smith is saying that uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, people want to come out and say right now he is not trying to play with LeBron James. Uh, I think the Clippers are a real threat in L.A. And Ky- uh, Kawhi said he basically want to go play in L.A., not necessarily the Clippers. Uh, you have Anthony Davis, but now you have David Griffin down there basically being able to say, hey, NBA, give me your best offer. Yeah. So it's not necessarily not it's not necessary that he has to send him out to L.A. He could basically send him anywhere. 
So it all depends on the talent, man. Listen, this is a this is a stars league. And right now, he does not have the stars to beat probably the top three or four teams in the West, even though they was the top three or four team around Christmas. And I better know. I, I, could, I think I can say this. I think they're better than Portland as a team. They're definitely not better than going to state. I don't think they would have been Houston. That's three teams right there. I don't know about Portland. You think uh, you think the clip? You think the Lakers could have been beat Portland in the Holiday, playoff? playoff Constructed Holiday Lakers. Yeah, Constructed Holiday Lakers with like they were playing it earlier on in the season. Man, listen, you get LeBron really, really rolling because I mean he's a one man game right there. Yeah, sure, like you get sure. LeBron really rolling like that. Yeah, Probably? Okay. Dame and them are gonna give him some, but it's I can't. I'm not gonna go again. I'm talking about the the, the players around LeBron, how they were playing at that right. time. If LeBron has that with him, I can't just go against him for Portland again. Okay. Okay. I'm just stopping at Portland. I feel, I feel, Anybody else, I can I yeah, go but, along with. But I mean, one thing, one thing that we haven't figured out though is figured into. I should say enough is LeBron's health. And True. what would that would have? What would True. that have been if he had to play another hundred game season? Mm-hmm. He might have been worn down. At, been. Really worn yeah. down at this point. I mean, you look at that injury. This is his first significant injury. So to answer your question, do I think it's going to be? A successful stint in LA. I don't think so. I don't think he should have. I'm wrong, but I don't think he should have left Cleveland. I think he should have stayed in Cleveland. He wasn't gonna shoot Space Jam too. No, Cleveland. he wasn't. But he you wasn't can, gonna stay with, with uh, Dan Gilbert. But Dan Gilbert, yeah. I mean, he went down there. Yeah, and Dan Gilbert LA. started pulling the money too. But look at the. But, but looking at the dysfunction, I think where you kind of you're bringing up in this question in 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 uh, LA. Man, listen, I I, don't, I I have a feeling that he didn't think that this was going to be happening out in Los Angeles, and I don't know Couldn't if he's I no. don't know if he's regretting it now, and he has he doesn't have like a no trade clause in his contract. I don't know if he will go to Jenny like man, listen, this ain't working. You need to move me. I guess it's a possibility. So maybe he won't in his career in LA. I don't you know, can't, but, but it ain't looking is, good right now. You can't force trade LeBron James. Like if he come to you and say, hey, move me, you wouldn't do no, it? No, no, no. I'm saying because he has a no-trade clause means the team can do what they like. Right, true. Right, but yeah, I don't right. think – they have more leverage than they would if he had the no-trade clause. But because of LeBron James, it's not the same as a, a regular star without that power. Oh, of course not. Because LeBron can be like, I'll retire on you. Like, LeBron, all LeBron has to put out yeah. feelers is, I'll retire on your ass if you give them whatever they're asking yeah. for. But as I said, though, if it's not going well and he can see it, the dude's a very smart guy. If he can see, like, man, listen, this is not working out. And based on what he said on the shop, mm-hmm. I'm still in championship mode. I'm not trying to sit here and raise these kids. Because Frank Vogel, what? He's a good guy to defense. Jason Kidd is assistant, top assistant. He's good at what? Developing players. He ain't trying to be around nobody trying to play any players. I mean, trying try, try to upgrade players or trying to train them up. So if if I'm LeBron James and I come to you and you're Jenny Buss and I say, trade me, you're not going to trade me? I'm going to, like, sit down and wait. We got to talk about it. Jeannie's not going to just give away her best asset that may, he can depreciate what she gets back. So, one, they will have to work together anyway hey, that's to get it done yeah, for yeah. any team to feel like LeBron is really, really down with them moving mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, but then we have to talk about box office. You heard Magic say the numbers going through the gates. They making hand over fist money. Yeah, so the well, NBA is so lucrative, right? So now. I mean, and, and the viewership went up. I mean, yes. you know, jersey sales—they had the number one jersey in the league this year. So like, you're not just gonna squander. You're not gonna go back to a rebuilding Lakers team for the hell of it when you got the biggest, one of the biggest attractions in the NBA. He's the only and, thing that makes them an elite, possibly an elite franchise. But then we're getting these the top Lakers stars. Right but, but then we're getting top but, stars. What's the, but look, what's the let's point? Let's look at it from LeBron's. LeBron too, though. 
LeBron decided to finish his career in L.A., meaning he has long-standing thoughts of living his life as partially as an L.A., yeah. right? He doesn't want to build a terrible narrative out there. And look, one narrative maybe better is I went down fighting for y'all, even though if I'm not Kobe, compared to I came in and basically I was like, man, get me the hell up out of here. Y'all don't know what the hell y'all doing. Yeah. Like he just to sit there and, and satisfy the fan base who still hasn't necessarily all glommered on to him. He made I mean, because at least he has to ride it out for two years to find out how it's going. I'm with you, though. If, if they suck. It will get to a point where, but it'll be justifiable around the league and around the nation. And we hear about LeBron controlling the narrative. The narrative will be like, LeBron's too good to be with y'all. But bef- before then, I think he's going to kind of stay down even if he doesn't necessarily I, want I, to. That's a good point. Because the thing is, he really is a L.A. guy now. Yeah. And it's like, he can't just abandon that because he he's going to go back there. And that's where he's going to play. Like you said, that's where he's going to play out his after basketball life. So he would be he he would be downgraded in a way, if not across the nation, at least in that area, if he didn't bring them the title that he that they He wanted. not even Elgin Baylor. Yes. Dude, he ain't bringing them no title. They'd be like Nipsey Russell. <laughs> you ain't a T. They'd be like, Elgin, you you missed out on that championship, Elgin. You should have kept stayed that whole year. Like he listen, he won't even be better than I mean, and I'm disrespecting Elgin Baylor by saying this, how he was the first star well first above the rim star for the Lakers. Right. 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 But still, he I mean, when you think about the la- the annals of the Lakers because he yes. didn't win a title, yeah. you don't hear people mention one of the first Skywalkers in Elgin Baylor. And his career, LeBron being sh- there shorter, but again, he's LeBron James, it'd be a footnote to a certain degree. Yeah. They're not winning no champ. I mean, to I me, <clears throat> I think it's four kind of like milestones for LeBron. This free agency, this draft, Trade deadline and next year's free agency because you can't be good enough, you can't be bad enough to get a top five draft pick. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going in the wrong direction. Yeah. So you should only have one draft, two free agencies, and a trade deadline to get this thing rolling. If we come back a year from now and it's 0 for four on that, I don't think there's any chance that it that there's a championship and this doesn't end in disappointment. For he won't, he won't be a Laker. It won't be 0 for four though. I mean. The, the, the thing is, they'll but get, even if it's Kemba Walker, is that a one? But see, they'll trade. So this is maybe let's look at it like this: if they strike out, and the real question is, is the Anthony Davis door closed? Right. Because if it's not closed, they're going to leave some type. They may not be just cap space, but they're going to either have players signed that they can either release or move in contracts who will be easy for another team to digest to open up a slot for Anthony Davis. But is that saying that Anthony Davis is not going to be on the Pelicans? Because he's probably going to be traded before the end of the, no, the, that's what I'm the saying. season. But the, the, so again, it depends on where he goes. But the, it depends on if they can sign, re-sign Anthony Davis. Oh, I think they'd be able to sign him. No, um, no. The Lakers? Not the Lakers. We're talking about if he goes to another okay, team. Okay, I follow you. I follow you. So, it, so to, 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 that's one of the big questions. Are they going to wait for Anthony Davis? And you can't be mad at them because it's Anthony Davis. So are they going to wait a year for Anthony Davis and will he wait for them is a big question. But then to your part, like the Kimba, what they're going to do is it may not be uh, 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 Kawhi, you know, that they they end up getting out of this. They may get the second tier player, uh, a Jimmy Butler-esque player, but also in trades, they're going to go after someone like, um, what's the name uh, with uh, the... Um, Bill. Thank you, Bradley Bill. They're going to go after Bradley Bill. Like, they're going to use... If, if if the Pelicans don't want these players, they're going to use those assets to bring in some type of shooter or somebody around LeBron. And then, is what kind of... Can you really say, man, even though they didn't get the name brand talent, 
you give LeBron those players if he's healthy, they're going to be good. Again, I didn't say great. I didn't say they're the odds-on favorite. At least have a chance. Yeah, but I mean, compared to what he did last year by Christmas with guys who 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 basically were in diapers when he started playing the NBA, that think about him with known dogs as far as guys mm-hmm. that can try to go out there and get it. There was a lot of emotion there, it seemed like, with Arietta you know, for him, for some of the fans. Did you have any? Was there any extra there for you? Sure. No. Just so first up bad. When he show up, you know, um, I know the fans will do a standing ovation. That's what. That's why you know, take a time to. That's it. Let's move it over now to the baseball diamond and for Chicago Cubs baseball, they had a pretty eventful Monday as former Cubs Cy Young winner Jake Arrieta returned to Chicago with the Phillies to take on his replacement in Yu Darvish and the Cubs. Both pitchers pitched to a no decision and the question is, should Cubs fans feel better about Yu Darvish's future on the Cubs now? Yes, but it's not a lot. You can't feel that much better. I was a D did not like the trade. I mean, the deal to sign him. I did because for six years you got him cheap, and I was basically like, if you get three good years out of six with baseball, if you're not roiding up, that's especially with a pitcher, you can't be upset about that for 120. When David Price just got a 200 and something million dollar deal, or Chris Sale just got what 180 or whatever. So no, you can't necessarily say you feel great because he hasn't gone seven this whole year. Like, think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, again, and we mentioned earlier when we were talking to uh, Gabe Lax, you opened up with the bullpen issue. Mm-hmm. And listen, I tell you one thing that hurts the bullpen a guy that can't go to the seventh. Okay. So, no. I mean, Damn, someone he that's. Again? A, oh, exactly. oh, man. Oh, I got to get stressed loose. out today. <laughs> get him loose. But um, so, again, it's slightly would be my answer but no because it's been a whole year and yes he's better this year but what his ERA is at five where he just got it down from five uh, yesterday no you need a full season to get some type of comfortability with you Darvish and the Cubs and I, I would be a liar or just cover my own ass if I didn't say that yeah you have to you have to wait like as Ken said though I, I never liked it because just looking at his past two stints he didn't do it when you needed it that's my whole thing he didn't do it when you needed it he pitched his ass off in the regular season, but when it came to the World Series, you, where you at, you? You know, he wasn't there. And you looking at the Cubs, they're in a championship mode. The narrative changed. No more lovable losers. This is different now. We talking about championships. That ain't the guy you want out there when you talking about winning championships. But see, That's why I didn't like the why well, well, I liked it, and I, I thought— I get the money part of it. No, but I, even, even with that, going along with what you said— I wasn't looking for him to turn into an ace with the Cubs. He didn't have to be. I was right. looking mm-hmm. at him to just be a, the devourer of innings. Mm-hmm. Basically, be what he, Jake Arrieta was. Well, I won't give him that. But you were looking for yeah. a power, power, arm, power yeah, strike right. somebody yeah, the, out. Guy, I, the I was looking he at him to be your, your, your third guy that sometimes becomes your second guy. Mm-hmm. But he, if healthy, you don't have to worry about, again, your bullpen getting taxed True. because you was out here devouring innings and the amount of quality starts you get out, got out of him was crazy. That's what I was looking at as his value. Yeah. I did not think you Darvish was going to become an ace with looking at some of his past failures in the World Series and back to when he was, he was with the Rangers in the playoffs. I didn't, I didn't visualize it like that. But still, he compared to what I was looking for, they hadn't got because he didn't play last year. He was hurt. And this year, he's still not giving... Well, I guess he's giving you... If he's making it to the six, he's giving you quality starts. I mean, but still, how many times he made but it think, to the But six? think about that, though. But think, exactly. But think about that, though. Man, look at you, Darvish. Boy, he really turned around. The dude is only getting to the six. How are you going to win with it? Especially within this division right now. 
you can't win like that. I, I agree with you. Yeah, you don't want him to be your ace. You want him in your three or four. But you know what, damn it? You a starting pitcher, and you it might come down to you. You. It might come down to you. I felt like that was racist. Why? <laughs> How did you even get that? I don't like that. You? His name is you. You don't say you and then go you. You know what? No, you. I, I might need you, like you. I feel like that's close to F you Dome. You don't remember Fukudome in the club? I remember Fukudome. I felt I like you have were a using, a, using no. his name no. in a disgusting manner. No. And we as the Dean Davis show will not tolerate that. I have a picture in my gym. <laughs> my, I'm wearing a socks hat and my brother-in-law has a Fukudome jersey on. Jersey or jersey? It's a shirt and a jersey. Okay. Yeah, jersey. Jersey. Listen, you know what? You caught me. <laughs> <laughs> You are right, sir. Jersey. <laughs> he had a jersey on. But no, no, I just, I just, I don't trust him. Yeah, you can't. I don't trust him. You can't. Never, I'm sorry. Never Guess trusted what? him. He's right. Thank you. Next. I would say in terms of fans, how they should feel better, I would say, yeah, you should feel better. I mean, you can go slightly if you guys want, but you have to remember this rotation. You've got four guys that you can count on. Right don't now. don't need you. Right now. Right now, you yes. You know what you'd be saying in a month? What? You'd be like, damn, so-and-so's hurt. Lester, man, that don't Maybe. I'm just saying. None like, of these guys have a track record of that. True. It can, it can happen. You're right. Yeah. Anything can happen. Chris Bryant can tear his ACL tomorrow, you and then we're that. done. Don't do that to KB. I do that with everybody, so it jinxes it. Okay. It's the rule of jinx. Okay. But I would say that you has put together two really good starts for him the last two times. <laughs> and I know, that's not damn, a lot. Son, that's that's you not a lot. <laughs> But that's a quality start last it is, it yesterday. It was. It was. It was. It was. Right. If you can build off some quality. quality start. Hey, Jose Quintana, what were we saying after that trade with Eli? Get him. Give me a quality start for God's sakes. Yeah. And now he's turned into he's something. He's turned into something, too, yeah. But yeah. do we really need to do much to make Cubs fans miserable and, and not feel like the world is about to crash down on them? They kind of, it's easy for them to feel that way. You know, oh, anyway. Yeah. They, you know, it's. Still, even let though them have, let them have they've, a been a, light. they've been in the playoffs four years in a row to get the NLCS. What, do, what are you, what they are you just, crying about? Remember how they were talking at the first couple of weeks? But that was crazy, game. though. And, but a lot yes, of teams. That but, was look, nuts. but look, let's whoa, let's 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 back that up. A lot of teams, when you come out the gate like that, with the amount of talent that they had, there's going to be doom and gloom. Boston, there's going to be doom and gloom. Sure. Yeah, but Boston still has a better track record than the Cubs. No, no, I'm saying they had just came yeah, off the yeah. World Series and they stuck coming out. But I think, but I don't think Boston. Even again, we're not, we're not in New England. True. But I, I'm sure they had people that there was ready yeah. to burn. But there are also people that knew from how many championships they've won. Just waiting. I mean, also let's not forget when you go deep into the playoffs like that. There's a hangover more than just the banquet circuit. You're taxed. So you're waiting. Like when we were talking about Boston earlier, it was like, just let's let's wait and see what happens after they can kind of get their legs back under them. But I look, I've said anytime any appearance I made, look, wait till May something before we figure out what the Cubs are doing or June because of the amount of talent on this team. So what you're saying, I don't think Cubs fans should revert should be reverting back to post I mean pre-championship uh ways of the world is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. I mean, even though you may sense a bit of that dread, you have to have some type of, uh, uh, of re- I don't know, some, some well, reserve. They can still do that easy. They're at 27 and 18. They got a, a batting differential of plus 58. Yeah. I think it's you just want to feel like that? No, no, no. That's not me. me. I'm with in, you guys. In first place. But yeah. I think it's kind of like how, you know, people say Cubs fans are stupid compared to Sox fans. I think well, it's. I don't say that. But. That's, that's but true. why I think that that's a 
common stereotype yeah. is because you've got all these Cubs fans and probably 90% of them are idiots. And if you transfer them over to the say White Sox, the Ryan it would be the same all ratio. That his way. <laughs> say all say that, as the Cubs fans. And all that if you this move 90% son. of Cubs fans to the White Sox, they would be the same ratio of smart fans mm. to smart fans. Yeah. It's the people that get it aren't freaking out. I was never freaking out about the Cubs start. I wasn't happy with it because it yeah. looked like the last two years. Yes. And that was the biggest problem. I give you that. And the, the division results. was stronger, too. And the division too. is right. not strong. Well, it was the results. It's the slow start again. When did we won the World Series? We get up and go. And I want to ask this officer a question. Very well. Proceed. Now, here's the question. What have you got against black drivers? <laughs> I will not tolerate these outbursts. And you will restrict your inquiry to the matter before the court. Well, that's what's, that's what's wrong with the court, Judge. A black man ain't got a chance down here. I'm black. Well, you the judge. That don't count. And now, final question for you guys. All right. After the dust has settled and hopefully tempers have had time to calm down, what are you guys most looking forward to coming on TV now that Game of Thrones has concluded? Ooh. Um, I guess. I guess watch tomorrow. Watchmen's probably oh, going to be looks good. Yeah, yeah. everything the HBO show before the last episode of Game of Thrones. I just don't know <laughs> what what is what is a Watchmen going to be? It's is after it? it's like yeah, it's older. after it's the the everything you can see that happened. The Horshack, the Warshacks, all the people are okay. the cops and stuff. They're now he's like their martyr. It seems yeah, like. he he's a he's their symbol. Yeah, yeah. Like I wonder says, how many years is that? Because uh, I think Watchmen it's like twenty five. I was going to say, say twenty. Okay, okay. And it was set in like the seventies at the time, right? No, eighties. It was eighties. The what happened in the book is canon and it's like I said it's, it's about three decades after what happened in the book okay yeah, so okay. Regina King's in it isn't yeah. 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 yeah so I yeah. know it's good yeah Regina King only she, she got good taste A plus A plus plus yeah did you see that <laughs> leftover show that she was in oh, of course I did oh so great <laughs> you said you didn't <laughs> what was leftovers you know, was it was all an the HBO that, show yeah, yeah. No, no it looked quality I'm I not dissing it. leftovers but Regina was only in second season and third season how long did the show last Three seasons. That's what happened when you didn't have enough. Your, your show looks kind of interesting. That third season coming up for uh, Westworld. The, yeah. Oh man, that's oh, yeah. that's a whole different beast. Yeah. 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 But yeah. see, that's like you like compared to Game of Thrones, where it's like the world come and play us Westworld campers. This is like because they don't. <laughs> but so many people was like season two. I just getting it was like season two was better than season one. Was I agree. Phenomenal. Yeah. So like the writing. Oh, itself I forgot was that. I forgot that preview of uh for Westworld that came on before Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. I that's why like, I was talking. About. I didn't yeah. see a preview. Yeah, I, I just that. saw like a. No, a you little... did. It was where they had dude and he was out there living, and then he saw what's the name in the alley. So they're showing like what happened oh, when okay. she got away. She was like. I'm all shot up or whatever she was when she they they turned her back on or whatever. Cause I didn't, at first I was like, wait, that was Westworld. Then I around like, oh, because after they caught it, she was like, it's Westworld. And I was like, oh, it is Westworld. Mm, <laughs> I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah no, I didn't. Either. What's the what's the main character? The, the the lady that went went Daenerys on everybody in Westworld. Oh yeah, I know her real name, Evan Rachel Wood. I see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. her character is she's name. walking in the alley. The guy from that uh, preview, he sees her. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that and, and that's what that's what I thought was so cool. Like how they they did that reveal, and it was like, yes, yeah, that's that's interesting. He gonna be the next uh, whatever that simp was that was following her around. Like, <laughs> I got me another Patsy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good one, definitely. Dolores, by the way, Thank Dolores. You, Dolores. Yes, yes. 
Uh, definitely oh, that. I don't bring. That. But I'm gonna bring this up. I'm very. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, really? I am. I am. Wow. I am. Did Everyone you like screen watching? Let D get it on. I know. The can, mic. I, can I say it's something? Bad business. Can I say something? It's bad business. No, it's bro. not. I grew up watching, as I think probably most of us in here, Norman Lear shows, right? Not really. All in the Family. Yeah, I did. I don't yeah. like Jefferson. I don't like All in the Family. Maud. What the hell was you doing watching Maud? It was on rerun. And then there's Maud, and here you come watching <laughs> I love the Austin, but I was never like, put that Maud on. Maud? <laughs> what was uh, the show with old dude from Amen? Uh, it was like, don't say that, mama. What was it with the lead character from Amen that had the show back on in the 70s? Oh, oh that's, uh, my that's my mama. That's what you was You was down with <laughs> That's My Mama, too? Boy, I couldn't wait to that. That's My Mama came home. No, I don't know about that one. What's happening? I love those shows. Norman Lear did. Norman Lear did. I was just saying, damn, I didn't know he was That was based on Cooley High. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, that era of. Of television. I loved it. I love watching the reruns of it. D, so, how are you doing, D? Eight. <laughs> Golden Girls? Who doesn't? Oh, like no, that's classic, classic, classic. Who doesn't like Golden Girls? That was classic, classic. But ABC is doing a live version of uh, the Jeffersons and All in the Family. Uh, what the Jamie Foxx, um, Marissa Tomei, Wanda Sykes, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. So yeah. clearly, Woody's going to be Archie Bunker. Uh, yes, he is. I didn't. His name. I know that. Looking at yeah. Jamie Foxx is going to be Sherman Hemsley. I would say. I didn't yeah. get down to it. Um, he's going to be Sherman. Yeah, he's going to be. Of course, he's going. Yes, he's going to be Sherman. Yeah. Hemsley. So yes. again, Wanda Sykes is going to be. Uh, uh, Weezy. Uh, 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 yeah, Weezy. I thought yeah. she was going to be the maid. Mm mm mm. Isabel Sanford is going to be playing Lois. Uh, she uh, she has a show. I think a show that was on Netflix. I believe. No what? Right? Is that the link? No, Isabel Sanford is who yeah, played that's Lois. Weezy. That's Wheezy. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, um, Justina Machado, I believe, is playing Florence. Yes. Yeah. So they're getting a, a Latina to play. Yeah. They're updating it. Uh, Will Farrell is going to be playing um, uh, Thomas Wolfe. Th- yeah. The, yeah. That was married to the sister. Married to, yes, playing uh, Helen. And that's going to be Carrie Washington, who's actually the parents of Lenny Kravitz. Um, I, I, I want to see this. Who, I don't want to see this. They're not the parents. No, she was the parent. Oh, I thought he, I thought he was the no, father. No, no, Lenny oh, Kravitz. No, 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 no. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, he, she's Lenny Kravitz' mama. mama. But that's not his father. Yeah. Oh, I thought they was married together. <laughs> in real TV? <laughs> oh, no, in real life. I thought the two actors were married in real life. What makes you think that? I thought they were. I thought they were. Because he was a white man. That's what <laughs> No. No, I thought he they were married. Her. I know. No. He, I know he owned he owned her offset. <laughs> Clearly, I, that I thought, happens. That, no, I thought there was a real what, couple. What? I thought that was. I thought that was. <laughs> you, did you think Wheezy and, and what's the name was a real couple? What? No. But you thought that white man. I had thought it. they were. The second line was they so real. So you thought son. they were. I he thought they was were. Like, he was like, how he kiss her. Clearly, they must really be in love. <laughs> so much passion. <laughs> Clearly, for him to kiss her black lips, yes. they must really. Mama, no, this are must they be kissing? True. This must be they true. Must he, be didn't, <laughs> he didn't recall with terror after he kissed her. Let's see. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Charlie Walk walked around all this time thinking that was Lenny Kravitz. Day. I did. I swear to God, I did. Oh my God. So how the f- is his last name Eddie? Kravitz? That dude is not Jewish. Parents. Let me see who is Lenny. Kravitz? No, but uh, but uh, I, I think his, no, his last name is Kravitz. Yeah, ain't never know. But I do know. Funny He's enough, I think cat. I think his father was like, her. Oh, agent. Leonard, yes, Leonard. Yes, ah, Leonard Albert. Uh, okay, that's what. Yeah, Leonard Albert. What? Kravitz. Kravitz. Okay, because you know that would probably be where he name. got his last yeah, name yeah, from. He actually didn't change his name. 
unlike many Jewish people. He did change his name. Now you gonna take Remember he what was is going what's the name Blue so or whatever at first. Oh, I, I don't even remember. He that. was something. He had a different name. He wasn't Lenny Kravitz when he first dropped. Okay, I, I Lenny Kravitz wasn't. No, he was something like Blue or something. It's kind of like a y'all boy Anderson Pop. I can see that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that. I think it comes on tomorrow. Well, I I'm hope looking you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah you by yourself. <laughs> on I want to see what it is. That is true. Anytime they do that live, all in the first of all, anytime they do like we're doing it live, it's never really that groundbreaking. To yeah. the point where it's like, oh, so I'm supposed to be like, oh my goodness, in case they mess up. I'm not watching anything to see them uh, mess up. The Wiz wasn't that bad. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. I don't go for not bad. <laughs> no, I wanted to check I'm it never out. like appointment television. Give me all the I stuff wanna, that's I not that see, bad. I want to see what they do. They I just don't. I want to see what they do. I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know why. What was the point of Romeo Blue? Oh, okay. What was the point of what now? What's the point of redoing these shows? Man, it's summertime coming up. They need to feel some fun content. It's content. Especially on network TV. Who's watching people that used to watch that stuff back in the day? Me. And the thing is, like, in 71, you can, you, you put Archie Bunk out there and, oh, it's groundbreaking and it's, it's like... This now stu- he's wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be the same stuff like with Roseanne. It's like, it's just going to be corny. I'm going to preach on, brother. Yeah. I was, That's I was, why I don't watch network TV. That I much. wasn't a Roseanne fan growing up. That wasn't I my, was. It was hilarious. Yes. I mean, it was straight from me. It wasn't was appointment time, TV for me. It, it was, was better than those shows you just made. It was better than All in the Family? <laughs> I'm not. You think I, I Roseanne Car- was better than I All love, in the Family? I love Carol O'Connor. I'm a huge Carol O'Connor fan. I've never was an Archie Bunker fan. Wow. I never so liked, liked in the heat put of the that race. Yeah, I loved it. And if you hear about, <laughs> but if you if you hear about his relationship to old boy that was on the Heat of the Night, the black brother with the mm-hmm. guy strong yeah, out. Yeah. And then you know his son was like the skinny cop on the Heat of the Night. He had yeah, yeah, you're too. right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a very good person. Oh yeah, he and is. again he was acting. But I'm, I was never as a kid like yeah, put the races on. That's never just been. I don't like listen. I don't like houses filled with junk. He did. He doesn't like good times. Not good times. Well, I don't like. Yeah, good, good, good times. Because guess why? Because I'm I'm from the projects. projects. Right. All right. So it's never like bring back that. <laughs> it was never like the projects of this. Funny. Okay. Well, I, I, look, good times. Good times had two and a half seasons. Beyond that, it was nothing. Sam for the Sun was one of the funniest shows of all time. I'm not yeah. even. Go- Listen, Red Fox is a groundbreaking. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, if uh, in the comic, he the, he has a notch in the hierarchy of comedy. I'm I'm cool with that, but. I've watched episodes, but I was never like, I have to watch it. They're still funny, but it was too much trash in the house. You just said you don't like to see trash around. I couldn't focus. <laughs> I'm like, damn, it's dusty in that mud. They need somebody. Why is that tire in the living room? Come on, man. I couldn't could focus on it. It was still, it was his kingdom, though. That's part yeah, of the, that's what was what, funny about that, it. That pile of trash Oscar the Grouch was sitting on was not popping. <laughs> I'll give you two shows uh, Stranger Things. I, like I, didn't those watch shows. Se- I didn't watch the second season. That's still like better than the first. Se- the yeah, second, second season is better than the first. Grow older yeah. and how it becomes more mature. It. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was it. That's that like that preview. Did that, you see the preview for the new one? Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, mm. I have not either. I stayed away because I haven't. Sweet. I didn't watch season two. Sweet. Yeah, see, the girlfriend she's rewatching because she never saw it, and I'm watching it with her, and I'm remembering because we are now in season two. I'm like, oh yeah, now I want to see Stranger Things. Season one, it was like, okay, that was cool. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah, it was solid, but that's what. Maybe that's because I, I wasn't two, checking two. out season two like that. Look, here's it's, a, use it like a Westworld. Here's an under oh. the radar show. Yeah. If you guys haven't watched this, okay, time travel show that I freaking love. Mm. It's called Dark. It's a German show on Netflix. You can do the audio dub or the subtitles. It's all okay. in German, but the story is phenomenal. Second season comes out late June. Dark. Yeah. Okay. Dark. D A R K. 
I'm off. I, I try A movie with subtitles, yeah. A whole show. <laughs> oh, it's so great. It's I'm dark. not going to get No, the, you don't have to I'm do the subtitles. The you can do the audio. Yeah, but the, the, oh, 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 they, they, they do like Kung Fu Like flicks? an audio yeah, dub. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you yeah. know that's not the best. That. But look, you know there's not, it's a, fine. there's not a clear German word for everything in English yeah, language. Exactly. So the there's Bible doesn't convert from Hebrew to English. Oh, brother, believe I say that to anybody that's like, this is fact. Like when they was remixing that, you even when they was first writing it, guess who was writing it? Man. Right, right. A man always has ulterior motives half the time. Yeah, Guy man. up in a tower. Hmm. Women should be subservient. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, listen. Oh, yeah. My wife gonna learn today. Right. <laughs> and, and right. Don't even get into the, the Africans. Oh, listen, Ham. Ham, listen. We went over this. Ham, you messed mm-hmm. up, Ham. You gotta serve your brothers. Yeah. Hey, that that's why we enslaved them, man, because that stuff Ham did way back in the day. I almost cursed right there. But I did. Class. Thank you. I'll check out um, Dark. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, Stranger. I got. I'll check out Stranger Things too, season two. I, I, I mean, you're doing it. it for yourself, brother. It's good. So yeah. That's see, good. I don't give you stuff that's not kind of not bad. That's like you, you in the wheelhouse of kind of not bad. <laughs> what? You know how many times we argue with something? You be like, it ain't that bad. And it's like, so that's not what we're here to watch. The ain't that bad stuff. I check out anything. No, <laughs> you won't just check it out. You will still watch it. Ah, no, I've given up on shows. I, you still watch what comic you, book shows? You still watch Walking Dead, and it's it turned out being good again. Oh, okay, you 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 stuck Ooh, around for that? Listen, that trash. That second half of this last season. Oh, we got good again. <laughs> yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it you was. may win in the car going back home. D U was right. I don't know why they just. And guess what? D U was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that second half. I listen, missed like Alpha, two, three seasons. Listen, Alpha, I told you about Who Alpha. Who is Alpha? Man, she a bad, <laughs> she a bad Alpha. Watch your mouth, Alpha. Alpha's a nut. Listen, if you thought Negan was all right, because they made his character corny towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. Alpha is a whole different. Did monster. they ever make him to a, a, a prisoner? Yeah, he's but he's he just got out. Okay, so now he's supposed to be like. Nah, uh, maybe How, they still doing like twenty some episodes a season. But they did they pare it down. You still watching it because of? I yeah I haven't after I, after uh, what's the name died I, I haven't watched as you should have because it was the stupid. boy oh yeah. Carl Carl after Carl died I haven't oh, watched Carl. Yeah. every time that's the last season I watched every time that doctor is there I'll be like you kill Carl 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 <laughs> but I, I like uh, given given your recommendation I'll try to catch up and see Listen, see how after, I feel about after this. Rick is gone which pissed me off yeah when they get back into they do the time jump. I say by the second episode, it's like, oh, this is tasty. This, oh. <laughs> and then by get to the last episode, it's like, oh my god. Is it, is it new showrunners? Is it new writers? Yes. It's yeah, a new le- it's a, yeah, it's a new lady. Mm-hmm. Okay. Quick question. Did you guys watch Breaking Bad? I didn't. Yeah. I watched the first two episodes. Have you been watching Better Call Saul at all? I, I, I fell off on that too. I watched like the first two seasons pretty it's been much. It's like five but, seasons. Yeah, it might be better these shows than Breaking keep Bad. Running off these seasons, I keep hearing it. It might but be better. How can I keep it be hearing better? It. This is my only question because I've heard that also. Yeah. But even going back to Better Call Saul, it, the talk was in the first season or two was, all right, it's going to keep getting better because they're going to bring more char- characters closer to the present of uh, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. But that implied that the first seasons were good, but they weren't great. Most people that talk about Breaking Bad, it seemed like it was great throughout. So how? No, can, it's okay, not. I'm, just, I'm asking for Breaking to... Bad season one has a lot of con- criticism from people because they really didn't know what they had at the time. Okay. It was like six episodes. Yeah, it, it had and to then, build up, it okay. right? Build up. And then it became kind of Breaking Bad. So okay, this one is building like season for season. It's like as good or better. Okay, okay. each season. Yeah, and because the thing is, it's like Saul's story was. 
it, it, the, 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 it, what's inventive about that show is that he was he did transform himself too, sort of like how uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, Walter Brian, Walter, yeah, Walter White transformed himself over Breaking Bad. Saul Goodman wasn't Saul Goodman at the you know at the beginning of uh, Better Call Saul. He has to transform himself too to become the guy who met Walter White in Breaking Bad. So it's sort of like this. This down, this meeting of of the two shows, and that's mm-hmm. what if you like Breaking Bad, that's what that's what makes you value uh, right. Better Call Saul. Yeah. Is has AMC caught up with HBO and, and, and as far no, as no, original no. content still hasn't? They, they they had a moment back in the right, day, when, maybe when Breaking Bad was and Mad Men going on and Mad Men, yeah, that's yeah. when they had a chance, but they fell off since then. And it's like we talking about HBO. Yeah, I just want to throw it out. HBO, HBO put their they, name on it. They roll up their we don't have to do anything for TV cuffs. Yeah, and then they roll up the other side where we can do whatever we want on the screen, and, and we then got they the money. Go. Yeah, I mean, listen, AMC had a they got a really good run. A run. Guess who's still running? HBO. <laughs> yeah. Not the way out the people. And the Walking Dead. Well, Game of Thrones. That's one series though. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. It's one. No, I just brought brought up Game of Thrones. It's one. That's one series, and that 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 basically my most bad. The worst part is the last season. It doesn't sit there and make me say, "Well, the whole season." It's not lost. All right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not lost. Was like lost was like. Listen, lost is literally like I won't really watch it again. Yeah, and that's for a show that I loved. Yeah, the first two seasons were awesome. I would. I almost want to rewatch it, but I just know no. Right, lost has shaky parts throughout its run. Mm -hmm. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones has some shaky parts. Has some seasons that was kind of like "Mm, the last two five for me. Seven. I still feel like season seven was better. Not to say it still didn't have plot holes. I feel like season seven was better than season. That first season without the books, they were they were lagging around trying to figure out what the hell they were doing. And they like they they just didn't the episodes didn't have the punch that they would have. Like I they would end with something where you'd be like, damn it, that just happened. Either it ended with something visually that was like, what the hell? Or it ended with a secret being revealed where you're like, oh. And it got to the point where it was just like, wait, Tyrion's still traveling to through Valeria? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it was just like, ugh. I agree with you. I think the the only thing that different, I hated the rushing stuff. They didn't right. do that in season five. You're right. You're, you're right. But it, partly is because they didn't know what the hell they were doing. Yeah. They yeah. were trying to figure out what it meant. They hey, just keep talking they're, slow. They're not. Too bad they couldn't use that mu- that magic for the last two seasons. Okay. But they want to get they're out. They want to get out the game. Yes. Yeah. That was the <laughs> checks are cash. Yeah, yeah. They want to get out the game. Let's man. get to the Star get Wars. The Star yeah. Wars money. Yeah. All right, that was up for grabs with one Mr. Ryan Bukabeski. It's time to close this out. Dean Davis Show. What's up, everybody? It's Cameron Smith from CBS 2 Chicago. You're listening to the Dean Davis Show. Dean Davis Show, it's time to wrap this up after we discuss a little bit of NBA. We definitely appreciate Gabe Lax for joining us. One thing, uh, two things in the NBA kind of stuck out to me, and it was an article on ESPN.com where uh, President of Basketball Operations, David Griffin of the, um, oh, not Oklahoma City, the New Orleans, New Orleans Pelicans, Pelicans the, the Smoothie King team, <laughs> uh, talked about how the team was becoming more enticing. And one, the narrative that Zion Williamson and that Ja Morant didn't want to come there was false and that he plans to probably do in a summer league but to sit down and eye-to-eye and talk about the passions of what they want to do moving forward with AD. And also of acquiring Trajan Langdon from the Nets. Uh, uh, I remember Trajan Langdon from being a dookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be much better, but he wasn't in the pros. <laughs> uh, so that was a Duke team that was loaded. That was a Corey McGetty, Elton Brand team back in the days. But um, he just went on to talk about that. And we've seen from what he did in Cleveland that he does bring stability. And uh, you got to also remember with Cleveland, he was dealing with a crazy owner. 
where it seems like Gail Benson, now the owner after her husband passed, the owner of the Saints and the Pelicans, and they also talk about this, and we talk about this. They used to have some of the football people in the training staff for the basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they spend yeah. money. So they're building a new facility, and they're spending tons of more money on the basketball side. He's, he's basically talking about that she's opening up the, the pocketbook and allowing him to build a proper basketball organization and how this team can be more ta- attractive moving forward, and particularly in trying to maintain and retain their star in Anthony Davis. I mean, that's, that's smart business right there also. Now you have a number one draft pick. Yeah, you better open up them them uh them pockets to kind of really set that team off because New Orleans is not a basketball, at least in my opinion. No, bro, please, it's not. It's not a basketball city. It's a foot. It's football. They couldn't it's keep football. Pistol Pete. Yeah, exactly. He went to Utah. <laughs> well, in Utah, well, it was a New Orleans Jazz, and he that's went to why it's the Jazz, right? right. That's why it's the Jazz. I don't know right. Mormons that play the Jazz like no, that. No, yeah. not at all. So, uh, but no, that's that's something that they have to do if they want to still be a viable team. Where they. Not going to be one of those teams that's going to be in the mix of talking about moving back to Seattle. You know what I'm saying? You want to really stay down there and your your owners of the Saints, you want to keep a team down there. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 smart on their part. That's smart on their you part. You just brought up a point, though. I mean, for someone who's basically a Saints fan, like that family, that's a Saints family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another family-run <laughs> business. Another family-run team. Yeah, but I mean, you can still hold on to your jewel in the city that you love, but you can sell – that basketball team and what for probably for what uh, Benson paid for it. Oh man! The oh, flip yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. And that and still because I wouldn't be surprised if that family did that with that team. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. but, I mean, because it, it would make more sense when how much how, how long and we we have to find out with Zion going there how that's going to change the flood of cash. Oh my god! It should. It, it should. Right. You're nice and few. I mean, even with Anthony Davis being there and being a better player, Zion is a highlight reel. Especially the first two seasons. If it doesn't, if he doesn't meet up to expectations, but the first two seasons, we're still going to be waiting to find out. Imagine if they had, they still had both of them. Yeah, if I they, mean, if he, if they were able to convince AD, we want to keep you here, and he wants to stay, and he has this high fly number one overall pick, generational player. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, man! I'd be on the phone. Who want to buy this? Mm-hmm. Who want to buy? Because. I was well. It's not in L.A., so it's probably won't. I, I don't know how much did the Clippers go for two billion. Yeah, and but that's it. He overpaid, dude. That's they, a, they might go for more than two yeah, billion. No, they, don't, not, they don't lose value. But that was a yeah, yeah, NBA team. Go, not NBA team not two. No, no, that's a team in L.A. That's why yeah, you're going to get a billion. You're getting a yeah, billion. You're, you're getting a billion. billion. I think the Bucks went for more than that. No, though. I mean Bucks went for like they went for under a billion. It was like either about eight hundred million dollars. It didn't go for a billion. dollars. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. But women, who got sold first, the Bucks or the Clippers? Probably the I don't know. They were around the same time. Yeah. About the same time. Think about how long he was threatening was, about moving them. Yeah, but I, again, that's why uh, uh, Cole, the, the the guy that owned mm-hmm. them, made sure that it was written in it that they had stay to in Milwaukee and build a yeah, new yeah. I mean, listen, if I'm a Seattle-based um, billionaire or which there are a lot of yes, there <laughs> are or con- a conglomerate or a corporation. Listen, I would be calling because. If they can go up there and they can at least figure out some kind of way to work, to work with the city, try to get something built, or the city just say, hey, man, listen, you still got to build it because we didn't do it for the Super the Supersonics. We're now in the Thunder. You can build it. I'll be trying to call They'll the Benson family. Like, man. Again, though, yeah, true, true. They got to use the name. You left with KD and you returned with Zion. Yes. And possibly, possibly AD, That's if cr- it's possible. That'd be crazy. I would be calling her like crazy. That is not a basketball she can, market. She can get. She can get paid. I mean, once she get if a bidding war, she they may be able to get 
close to that too. But she can get easy one point five for that. That's what old boy Howard Schultz should do instead of running for president. Very smart. I agree with you, Kyle. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I mean, but it's also too talking Just about bombs. Talking about <laughs> now you run it because I can. But it's talking about bombers. Talking about maybe taking the Clippers up to Seattle. Yeah, so, but th- that's always. Any open city is always the threat. But at least yeah. he has some type of tie back to the city. I'm not even knocking it. I'm not even. But so that's that's again, a plausible. If he's going to go back to the forum or move to Anaheim, it's easy for him to sit there and start negotiating with whatever municipality he's in to try to get taxpayers' money. Would be like, hey guys, I could just take this team to Seattle. Yeah, you know, just mm-hmm. like the the Gary uh, Indiana Bears. True. <laughs> I saw online same year. I think April the Bucks were sold. August the Clippers the Bucks for five hundred and fifty million. I thought it was about five hundred million. Yeah, that was, yeah right. Yeah. The Bucks was the the last. The Bucks is the last NBA team though that's going to sell for under a billion. Yes, and that, yes. and that was because people didn't know. Really, to be honest with you, if that they, owner. Yeah, didn't they, know. They, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but the kickstart of it of being the Clippers being oversold though. That I mean that's just if you can, Brian. Yeah, if you can, Brian, try to see if you can pull up the value of each NBA team. I think that came out at the long yeah, ago. Yeah, that did just come out. Uh, so what the Bulls were top five at least. Were they, were they number five? But it could have been number four. I think they're number four. And the, and the Knicks Lakers, were the number Knicks, one. Uh, Golden State. I think they're the Bulls, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah Bulls are definitely in that in that top five. Right, I right. Know that, so I I'd be interested that. to see exactly where the New Orleans Pelicans are. Oh man, they what, in like they got to be in the top, the bottom ten. Okay. Yeah, maybe bottom five. I was going to say, yeah. it's New Orleans. Second man. to last from yeah. what I can see. Yeah. So right they, above Memphis. They have a value to it, though? Uh, from what I can see. Over $300 million, $5. I'm guessing. $5. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's, it's a smoothie king, though. It's a smoothie hot king. Five, like, it's a hot five, though. <laughs> we give you a couple beignets. Exactly. <laughs> and a half a po' boy. <laughs> and some lean. <laughs> right. And, and some heroin from... Uh, <laughs> What's what's the name that used to be in uh, the Hot Boys? The, the the first one that really popped off, but not up here, but down there. Uh, BG, BG yeah. and yeah. heroin with a syringe you, used by yeah. BG. We give you that stuff that knock BG off. Ooh, you know how hard it is to knock <laughs> BG off. That's two. That's two wallops of that boy. <laughs> he take a double dose. Damn, just <laughs> crapping all over Poe New Orleans. I heard it's a fun city. I never been. I've never been. But no, I'm, I'm guessing it's it, is it kind of weird that the NBA keeps pushing basketball in New Orleans? Yeah. Like, well, why NBA, do they keep going? The NBA there? wants to be everywhere, though. Yes. It's a global yeah. sport. They They've be gone everywhere. there three times. Three times? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, With the Hornets. Stuff. With the Hornets. Well, they went Jazz, Hornets, and oh, the Pelicans. Yeah, the yeah. Well, I mean, the Hornets and the Pelicans are the same team, though. Didn't one move to Oklahoma no. City? No. Oh, that was Seattle. That's right. Yeah. No. Yeah. They just gave well, the name back to Georgia. They were they were right, Oklahoma right, City because right, right. because of what played in Oklahoma Remember City because yeah, of the hurricane. Because of the hurricane. hurricane. And, that was the only. Reason. And they left. The Hornets initially left Charlotte because the owner had did something I think lascivious. And at that time in the Bible Belt, the team that had the highest uh, had one of the highest gates of people coming into those Larry Johnson, Alonzo Mourning, and Muggsy Bogues Hornets team, they stopped coming because of what the owner did. And probably the team wasn't as good. And that's when he moved it. George Shin is a Hall of Fame bad owner. Yeah. <laughs> 1.22 bill. Yeah. She, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. she could probably get easy more than two million. Yeah. Two million Memphis is last at 1.2 bill. It's, a, it's the NBA. Yeah. It's, it's the NBA. They don't, they don't lose money. 
and they get they're gonna get more more. They got more TV money coming, and you getting all types. Of, yeah, but them TV contracts not gonna be as strong. A little interesting. Mm. Bulls are yeah. number four. Yes, behind Golden State. That's what I we thought said. they were yeah. behind Boston. No, that's what we. No, said. where's Boston? Number five. Number five. five? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I we could def- said Knicks, Lakers, Golden State. Okay, Bulls. so now shoot. you got to think they open up that new arena and how much it costs to live in San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But so it has no valley. I guess they're projecting. You, the, Project, the arena, the listen, projection your is arena. crazy. Remember, the Bears will probably be closer to number one if they own Soldier Field. No, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah that's no, true. Because you're selling yeah. that. So yeah. if you mm-hmm. having a dope arena. It just makes me laugh every time that they don't own their own stadium. It wouldn't happen to me. They won't know part of it, though. <laughs> it wouldn't happen to me. I'd be like, City A, we got to do something to where, nah, I got to have some real ownership. Yeah. In that. It wouldn't happen to me. Uh, we have the NBA's all-rookie team that came out. Uh, as, as Ryan said, you had uh, the top five picks all made the first team. DeAndre Aiden from the Suns. Uh, Kevin, uh, I mean, Marvin Bagley III from the Kings. Of course, Luka Doncic was going to uh, get it, who may be the uh, rookie of the year, or it could be Trey Young. Uh, you also had uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. from the Grizzlies. And last for the first team, you had the aforementioned Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the second team, you had uh, Shea Gillis-Alexander, Colin Sexton, Landry Schmidt. Um, Mitchell Robinson from the Knicks and uh, Kevin Holter. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. It's a it's a, pre, it's a good class. Oh, it's yeah, a good class. it's a good it's class. A, it was valuable. Yeah. And like this year, it was valuable. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it was valuable. Did you tell them the stat? With what stat? That this is the first time since 84, 85? No, you can do that. You just did. The top five, one through five, <laughs> being all rookie NBA team. First time this has happened since 84, 85. And who was on that? Who was on that all NBA team? Hakeem Olajuwon, Sam Bowie, Michael Jordan, Sam Perkins, and Charles Barkley, and they were one through five. And yeah, what? Bowie made the first team. All rookie. All rookie. rookie. Okay. Wait a minute. He was on. No, he was. Boy, you better know that. (laughs) (laughs) You better know that. You better give him that (laughs) hate, Michael Jordan, (laughs) right now. Come on, Portland. Portland. In between segments, I was getting lambasted over here. Who? Was the twin tower down the new um, Ralph Sampson? Ralph, Ralph Sampson. Sampson. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm thinking about. Okay, all right. The great Sam Bowie. Facts. I loved him as a Laker. Seriously. No, I was. Uh, I was happy for him that he was actually healthy during that time when mm-hmm. the Lakers were winning. I love for Sam Bowie because he helped us get Michael Jordan. <laughs> right. Shout yeah. out to Clyde Drexler. We can't shout have out Clyde to John Drexler Jordan. and Michael Jordan. Not that. Not back then though. Yeah, yeah, the NBA was different. Yeah, just, you yeah. would not yeah, have two similar high yeah. wing players. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, and Bowie like was a star coming out of Kentucky. Bowie was hurt at Kentucky. But he, yeah, but he, he was, was a star, though. He was, a, I mean, a big man like that coming out. You look at the projections. Oh, this kind of reminds me of Greg Oden. I'm going to be like, let me look at your feet. Ooh, no, nah, those ain't going to make it in the NBA. <laughs> what you all say about big guys? And you say that about me? Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant, feet. he wears a feather. You don't want to Sam Bowie is a legit five. Yeah, he was a big dude. Like lumbering, he was a big dude. Zadronis Silgowski's feet, lower extremity issues, basically. So no, but people didn't look sh- beyond height at that point. But man, I no. look at them medicals. I've been like, ooh, some, some, oh hell, to knock your ass out of here. <laughs> I heard that Jordan can knock down some shots. <laughs> <laughs> now we need a big man. But like I said before, I mean, they had Clyde there. They didn't think they could have both of them. Hmm, that's, could you, that's, could you that's, imagine if both of them played together though? Jordan would have ate Clyde Drexler's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't better than me. Yeah, Clyde that wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> right. They would have tried and then be like, we got to move this dress. That'd be like old boy in, uh, like Dadley in, in Detroit. Yeah, like, like Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. he got muscled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Look, if, if anything, the player they should have drafted, they should have been ahead of the curve and be like, that Sam Perkins look like a stretch four. Mm. Yeah. That's what they should have done. Yeah, that's a good call. Instead of spending that, wasting that pickle sample. <laughs> 
Poor, poor Sam Bowie. And then Greg hey. Oden, just a few years down the road. That's not fair to Greg Oden, though. Because it was I'm just saying very Portland. similar. But see, the very sample size. Yeah. I don't know if Sam Bowie stayed there all four years or just three. But the sample size of him in Kentucky, he had an injury prone. He was injury prone. With Greg Oden being a one and done, we still didn't know that that was going to be his future. Yeah, I don't think he had one. And that was his, his hand initially. Yeah, it was his thumb. Not every other part of his body. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So how would you look, at, would you look at his hand and be like, oh, my goodness, your legs are going to give out on you. I mean, but you think about it, though. Even then when Greg Oden was uh, being drafted, the NBA wasn't what the NBA is now. No, because it was be still honest, the same thing. Like, man, you have to tell a big man that's that skilled. Yeah, you have the seven-foot basically shooting guard and Kevin Durant but it's kind of like we ain't never seen anything really like yeah. on that level yet no, nobody's seen that nobody knew that he may have lost but Greg Oden gave the flux to Florida he sure did right like let's he not sure act like coming yeah. out of Ohio you wasn't like Joe Kim Nolan right yeah Joe yeah. Kim and Al Horford yeah. let's not act like yeah, you wasn't sure like did. Greg Oden could be worst case scenario 17, 12, and 3 yeah mm-hmm. right like you were like oh this this he carried Ohio State dude, he sure did yeah. he was like if, if any I'm, I'm disrespecting this player if anything he was like this is Matumbo and like having that, you That's can't. That's a Hall of Famer right there. Yeah, you can't. And it, it seemed like his offensive game was going to grow to be better than what Matumbo's developed into. So you can't, again, you couldn't have known that one. Yeah. Yeah. But you should have known Sam Bowie was probably going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you got that racist rump all on you. It's bad business down there, Kentucky. Brother, it's not going to work out for you. Uh, look, I want to get into the Bucks cutting, or, or, or alleged to, but we can clearly see it's going to happen with the signing. They got rid of Gerald McCoy, him of the long gums, and they replaced him with a guy that was drafted just one pick ahead of him at number two with Indomitian Sue. Uh, Bruce Arians is down there shaking things up. And he you got to sure look is. at that, that defensive line now, which is is going through a transition. Let's not forget, we talked about this back a week or two ago, Jason Pierre-Paul had a car accident and his neck is broke. Mm-hmm. So listen, he's not going to be there, and he had a tr- he had a pretty good year down there coming from from the Giants. So you're going to lose Gerald McCoy, who isn't the same as his value. His contract is worth 13 million this season, but still, he's better than Indomitian Sue, and he's been one of your standard bearers. And of course, it's transition and trying to find out. But I just want to know your th- your guys' thoughts on this move for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As you said before, man, it's just kind of shaking up. Uh, Sue, well, it comes down to money too. Mm-hmm. I mean, brother wants to get paid, and Sue is coming off what a so-so year out there in LA. It's mad so-so. Yeah, and but I mean, he's coming off the cheap. And the one thing with the NFL, you you have a lot of coaches, a lot of GMs, like oh, we could fix him, we can make him, we could bring that back, bring that back, you know, so he can help out the team. So it's it's not that surprising in the NFL that they do something like this because I think we see this kind of regularly. I'm just interested in seeing where McCoy gonna go and and yeah. what type of. I mean, That's a good question. you got to figure he's going to go to a team where he's going to make an impact, even though he's got that tag, that uh, that price tag that he won't, I guess. But what no, is he, he asking for? He, he, he's what? not going to get that. Yeah. Well, yeah. that thirteen, that contract has been voided since he got cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm certain he's one to one. It could be in double digits, right. but still, depending on how you can structure it now, because now you can front load it. If depending on, let's just say you got cap space this year and next, but no, you have to pay your quarterback or whoever in a few years. Sure. You can front load that deal, knowing that after you go on a run with him, you're going to cut him again. And when you get cut, you automatically lose value, basically. To a certain degree. But depending on the much. player. Dep- yeah. Depending on the player and the situation. I just don't think that people are going to rush to give him the same contract. Whoa. He's, dude, you're, you're talking about a, a top four D tackle? Yeah, he's still up there. On a market that people may have expected, but now he's on a market by himself. But so, you think he's going to get the same amount of money that he was getting? It's going to be 
I, I bet you with what he gets the first year with yeah, the, the signing first year bonus, might be comparable. With this, but I mean, in all fairness, he, he that's all you need. Though. Yeah, right. if he because if he just had basically yeah. a, a year left on his deal, but I'm, I'm saying the first year is going to be more probably with signing bonus and sal- base salary more than that thirteen perhaps. But pro- or it may not. It may be or close. bidding war could happen. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It, it, it may be close, but he gets a second year, so he has stability. But that's the thing when you're saying that just because he got cut, there may not be a value. I think there are going to be teams out there that are looking like, hey, oh yeah, teams yeah, are going to be can, lining up. We for can this guy. we can put him he on our a, team. He's a tipping point guy, especially. Let's think about if you got an edge rusher, but you need somebody strong up the middle. Cleveland. And what do they always say? Up I the middle pressure. Them, but then how many people can they keep signing? Them? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, at some point. Hazlitt and his pilot, whatever business. <laughs> Flying J. That's what I'm saying. Like, it can't. Like, come on now. Where's Wait, the, where the, the hell is the cap at? This KC. I know you're not money. paying your quarterback. But <laughs> where's the thing? Where's, <laughs> but I mean, but dude, yeah, they, they, but think about who they're paying now. You got, yeah, you got Landry getting paid. Odell's yeah. getting paid. All right, and that's just on the offensive side. But if you confront loaded, as you said, and you have to worry about the back low, and you have to, you have a, a rookie, not a rookie, but a dude, second year quarterback. If, I'm going to tell you I'm what. I'm just doing out there. If they get, the Browns get Gerald McCoy. I'm going to be up and on. And Miles Garrett, they're going to have to give him a contract next <laughs> a year. big contract. Yeah, that's true. Oh, is and it next look, year, though? Because he's same class as Trubisky. Trubisky's going to be a free agent in a couple years. Oh. It's the, he gets his fifth-year option. Right. right. And they're going to sign start him before yeah. that. You yeah. But think about it. They, they're not too far off from what they got to do. Same with Ward, just like the Bears have to do with Ed Jackson. Mm. Let's not forget that type. They, got they a have a little bit more cushion with Ward. They do, but again, you may want to get out ahead of it, though. Like that's what we keep saying. We not you don't talk about waiting, Freddie Jackson. You don't like man. Let's try to get this kid signed for a little bit less than what market value may be. You brought up KC. No, I didn't. I no, I, I brought up. Oh, I, okay. I was about I, to I, say, I, does KC have yeah, money okay. left to to bring him in? Perhaps because they did. But wait, they no. I mean, they they got to be close to it because they signed Frank. Yeah. So they and moved before to, because yeah. they didn't want to sign him, but they brought in Frank oh, and gave yeah. him money from Seattle. Mm-hmm. So how much money can they put on that and line? And they know they're paying they Mahomes pretty else. soon, That's too. What, and you know he's going to break your nose. Yeah, he's going to be top. Well, he, he's going to be, yeah, he's, he's got to be the highest paid QB when, he, when his time come out. Yeah. He's going to be close, the closest that we've seen to $200 million. Does Seattle make a look? take a look at him? No. I think with their cap situation, maybe because again you we're pay, talking you about pay short. Russell, there's nobody really short, else you We're going to talk about short runs. So they the, just made the playoffs. Russell was back. The defense you can always kind of rebuild that defense. Have my a strong is, guy up the middle. My thought is this: Do the Pats go after him? That's what I was right. actually. That's, that's, that's really? that seems to be what's got the most pack. Yeah. Like if yeah. he, because yeah. think about where he's at. Stinks if he wants Patriots. to, he hasn't been really on a winning team down there. Mm-mm. So if he wants to finally win. Would he do what pit players usually do? Do like a haha Clint Dix? He's gonna get more. He's gonna get more than that. Yeah, but he yeah, get would he? Would he go for five to six or seven mil and be like, I'm, I'll go to prove it and get my Boogie Cousins title? Except I'll be playing. Perhaps mm. will I go and pull that move? Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. Is is you know uh, that Belichick just made me think of those bars that uh, Dino said like, you can't accept your failure. So it leads you right back that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah. Even more than Thanos. Yes. <laughs> that's that's facts, facts. Bill really be snapping those fingers. He's got six rings yeah. to those fingers. He'd be clanging and <laughs> He's probably ah! he probably saw Endgame and was like, Can I get one of those gloves Ooh, I can put go- all these yeah. Super Bowl yeah. rings yeah. on? And then yeah, I can gonna... I can rub I can rub Robert's back when he getting that, that masseuse action. <laughs> They're not gonna let that tape out, Robert. It's okay. Do you double I snap team my finger. Over. He liked that. He like he like <laughs> sex, <laughs> sex traffic action and great head coach action at the same time. 
A snap of a finger, I'll Ooh, get rid of this lawsuit. This is what wealth gives me. <laughs> I'm with them two times. Who's freaking in this? Two times. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Bobby, pull the car around one more time. <laughs> I gotta go back. Ooh. Warm up the jet. <laughs> We're leaving Kansas City and going to Florida. Ooh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> is he, he gonna make that a pregame ritual now, probably, man? Well, question Does the tape get out? I don't know. Uh, okay. A sec- but you, you want to see a sex tape of a 70 year old man? Facts. Facts. You want to see it? Facts. Oh, wow. Let know. me be true. You a freaky mother. You know nah, what? It's not for uh, freak. It's Patriots It's all owner. for jokes. Yeah. It's mm. all for joke action. Like, he out here like that? It's all. Especially knowing when you're watching the video, he came back for seconds. Listen. That day. Especially as he has like. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who got who got who got volume two? <laughs> Listen, especially to find out how billionaires go limp. Clean me off, baby. Dream chase. <laughs> clean, clean me off. I'll be back at four o'clock. Oh Lord, Meek. I never knew when Meek was saying it was like that. It was just like that. So. I'll tell you what, girl, we win this AFC championship. <laughs> Better keep your night open. <laughs> <laughs> Clear the books. I told you I was gonna be back, girl. <laughs> Start walking in there with nothing but a trench coat on and his dream chaser chain. <laughs> I wonder why he ain't go back out to the Super Free Bowl. Free Meek. Why, I wonder, I wonder why he, he probably because he probably got another place he goes to. Yeah. Oh, he's his multiple. He doesn't. Have, if you think that man only multiple. only gets his sessions down in, in Florida, like <laughs> man, unless I'm in Florida, I just can't get this type of action. I had to had to give get some on a on a but call to be up, fair to the jet. Team. Come on, back up. Uh, you're in Kansas City, Missouri. And you're flying right back to Florida? She good. Yeah, you think? Apparently. She good. Oh, it was the same one. Was it the same one? Think, they say I that? I think so. I mean, he's going to the same place. Yeah, Man. I think so. He had him a special. Like, hey, special, give me the special. No, not you. Not you. The other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, you, Ooh, special. you did a good oh, job last time. You fresh from camp. I wonder. Maybe, <laughs> maybe somebody. <laughs> what you just say? <laughs> You right off the boat. <laughs> I bet. Did you even have an option? Ooh. <laughs> Dream chases. Thank God Florida has a coast. What's that Meek Mill song? <laughs> the one that starts oh off slow, then he, then he, then he goes, yeah, and then yeah, I'm back at yeah. it again. What's that, what's that Meek Mill song, Cal? Oh, man. I know my little cousin likes that song. Yeah, listen, because that's like one of his classic songs. Just think of Robert Kraft doing it. <laughs> it's, it's going. Start off slow. I want you to first. Hear you hear me? You go fast. <laughs> oh, he went another fast with another bar. Go fast. I, oh. I, come into, I come into the sex trafficking organization. I'm getting groped. Then I'm at it again. <laughs> she grabbing oh, me again. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if it will get out. So, what if like a what's this in Florida, right? What if, Florida. what if a Miami a Dolphins fan is and working in the DA's office and he was like, man, f- dude, he always beating us. I'm about to do an old school, put it in an envelope and mail it out to somebody. It's gonna get bleacher report. It's open it up. It's gonna get out. Or somebody. Well, they don't mail. They don't have tapes. What? Well, this is on tape. I would think it's probably been downloaded somewhere. He slips during any part of. It. You want to see him fall? Just like oh, slap it. <laughs> Damn. Where's that table? Oh, oh, oh. I lost so much blood. I lost so much blood. <laughs> Lightheaded legs are shaking. Lord. Baby, you're good. Ooh, yeah. Baby, you are good. I swear, that flight from KC, I meant that. I meant it. I meant it. I, meant it. I, I will be back. <laughs> Damn. I'm buying this place. Crap, it's back again. <laughs> How do you just leave? Uh, here's Robert. <laughs> Robert's going to have a special number two. <laughs> no, CD, they'll probably be the opposite. Be like, oh, you, I didn't even see you in a while. Where have you been yeah. at? Yeah. I was here yesterday.
Damn. The plane pulled up in the. We just hanging out in the, the main lobby. Lower this mug, flew right to the strip mall parking lot. Rub it back again. Just, just ran out of the plane. <laughs> the, 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 like the one of those ones that go down. in the water, yeah, and he just, just jumps out. <laughs> I'm coming. It's like SEAL Team Six. Oh. Like, all right, get ready for the jump, Mister Kraft. I'm ready. I like, you have on no pants. You have to put on your oxygen mask at twenty five thousand. Where are your pants at? I don't need them. Quick. You know what they do with him. I wonder if somebody has downloaded it because everything is on digital file. I wonder if it will get out. I mean, you would think someone would do it just for blackmailing. He'd probably be on Pornhub one day. Revenge porn. See, I don't want it on Pornhub. <laughs> He'll probably be on Pornhub. Keep one it day. away from that Pornhub. <laughs> X videos. Yeah, I just want it to pop up. But I don't want to go through Pornhub. That's like too, it's, yeah, too, yeah, it's, it's gonna, too underground. Gonna, it's too personal. It's too much malware. <laughs> Too much, too, much you got too much malware on your computer. Like, I don't want to be it. like skipping from Jade Fire Ooh, and then be like Robert Kraft. <laughs> Dream Chaser Part 3. <laughs> Old man goes to Florida Brando with the <laughs> 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 Oh, okay. I can imagine the recommendations under that video. Mm-mm. No exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to get out, probably. All right, hey, thanks for hop- thanks for listening to us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D and David Show. Once again, it's at D and David Show. Facebook.com forward slash D and David Show. Download, subscribe, rate, give us them, give us them uh them ratings, man. Uh shout out to everybody on SoundCloud. As soon before I even tweet out the show, man, we getting listens coming in already. We getting likes on SoundCloud. Same thing as Instagram too, man. That uh popularity, the little the little bar, man, is up. Before I even send out the tweet. So thank you for everybody out there subscribing and listening to us. All right. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, War on uh, War on Anchor, and YouTube as well. I'm on Twitter, Demons One. That's Davis, Ken Davis, Ryan Bukovsky, Ryan B. Ski, Kyle Means, work underscore right. Wait a minute. Ian, Twitter handle. You got one, man? You going to be around here? Come on, man. Hold up. Give me a second. Oh, you got to look up your Twitter handle? My oh. bad, man. I don't have it on the spot real oh, quick. Sorry, sorry. man. Oh, he just opened that account. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he's been, right, he was over there, man. He's, they talk sports. He's over with his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he put out his, all his rubber crab sex okay. innuendos in there. <laughs> all right, what you got? Ian Nicholas 42. Ian right. Nicholas 42. Ian Nicholas 42. I'm going to try to remember that. I don't usually remember nobody's. Uh, What's the 42 for? Uh, it's my uh, old high school basketball jersey number. All right. What position did you play? Uh, power forward. Okay. You knew that. Okay. You knew they had that brother playing out of position because he was tall for a high school kid. But he never was going to go pro. It's like, can I learn to handle the ball? No. Go rebound, tall boy. I'm only 6'3". It don't matter. The boy over there is 5'8". Now, wait, did you, was 42 any relation to Jackie Robinson? Uh, No, no. Damn, I wish you lied. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, you should have worked that. Of course. Oh, say, yes. say yes, Ian. Say yes. Yeah, say from yes. now on, Ian, that is a yes. Oh, yes. He was a trailblazer. Oh. <laughs> He led the way for me. Just like Robert Kraft. Okay, I'm done. I was going to say that. <laughs> we can't let that Robert Kraft go. We just wasted 15 minutes on it. <laughs> oh, that was gold right there. Uh, kind of got still at the end. But still, um, listen, we want to unfortunately thank Gabe Locks because we brought him into this Robert Kraft <laughs> mockery. <laughs> yeah, like, I want no parts to that. <laughs> uh, but definitely thanks for Gabe. And make sure you follow him at Gabe Locks. Uh, shout out to Mitch. Uh, Rosen for always providing yes, us yes, with yes. this wonderful studio and access and ability to grow here at the school. We're definitely everybody down at six seventy score. Everybody, everyone's been great to us. Uh, so make sure you check out all the shows here, and particularly since our ex uh, um, executive producer is on it, and also he's our big brother, Lawrence Holmes show. But yes, all yes. the shows on the score from uh, David Hall 
and um, Mully mm-hmm. from Bernstein and McKnight, mm-hmm. definitely Danny Parkins and McNeil. Danny's always been down with us. So just just check out. Also, the Robert too and Julie DeCarroll, too. Definitely. And, and all I apologize. Yeah, especially all to Julie. Everybody, Julie's, man. They take care of us. Julie's down held us down. So definitely shout out to Julie and Maggie. So just make sure you continue to rock with all of us. Make sure you go to We Are Regal Radio. Regal Radio Media Group and uh, check out everything that's being posted there, all the articles and also all of the anchor uh, interviews that uh, Cal's been posting on there. So just keep rocking with the crew and we definitely appreciate it. So before we go, as you know, one, check out the flip. It should be entertaining this weekend. Yes, yes, yes. But also don't do anything stupid before you hear from us again. Keep your hands to yourself.